welcome to the Mammoth Games Cast for the whole fucking month of March. I'm one of your hosts, Night Swarm, and with me, as always, Filtercord. Hey, I'm back. Yes, I yes. lived. We we survived the whole like, we survived the like great apocalypse of just not being able to do the podcast because our schedules are so different. Yeah, I have like the uh, blue balls version of like too much gaming news. Yeah, like I guess to explain it to the people that are that listen. Literally, when you would get home from work, I would mm. be waking up to go to work. Yeah, I've been doing six to six and at night. I'd been I've been waking up at five, yeah, uh, and get home at six. Yeah, so it's like yeah. okay, well, <laughs> there's not much we can do when we. That's don't literally have, a, yeah. yeah. So, <clears throat> um, I think the good news is you said that looks like it's coming to an end. Maybe next yeah, week. Yeah, this should be the last. This should be the last week. Yeah. Um, and then we'll be back with, you know, our standard weekly barrage of bullshit. Right. Um, so that's good. Uh, Grim's probably been dying. I know he messaged me yeah. today, and he's like, "Dude, when are you guys streaming and doing the podcast?" It's Never bullshit again. that I haven't been able to speak with you. <laughs> yep, it's been uh, it's been a whole event. Yes, so, man. Um, yeah, we so like obviously this episode we're not going to go into the like minute like details of like on uh, March twelfth at four twenty three p.m. Uh, Hideo Kojima posted <laughs> the following image. Like, if like you, there's just too much. Yeah, if you know us, you know that's not our style anyway. Right. Um, right. So, so so we've gotten even more generalized than normal, and we're going to go off on an even more specific and pointless tangent than ever before. Yeah. So you know, buckle up, and we'll start with what have you been playing? What have you been up? Yeah. To? So. Um, Basically, on my one day off that I get a week, um, <laughs> yeah. I've been staying up until six just to make sure, um, you know, I'm ready for the rest of the fucking entire week to butt fuck me to death. Yep. So, um, someone's got. It. Yeah, I've been doing more than more games than normal, mm-hmm. um, but it's a lot of it's been repeats. So the interesting stuff that I want to talk about, starting with uh, Metro Exodus. Um, I got to Exodus a little late, so I started like the, maybe the first week of first or second week of March. I started playing uh, Exodus. It came out in like mid February. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wanted to beat Kingdom Hearts first. Right. So uh, with Metro, I got kind of past this first like fishmonger zone. Um, it's like they've they've taken the idea of you know like like especially Metro uh, Last Light. You started branching out a lot more. Um, you were, you were checking out more interesting places, but they were just kind of like unlocked zones and there was a predetermined path that was like, okay, move through it like this. But if you want to stop three or four times and grab, Hey, there's like a cool gun over here. There's a nice little, uh, you know, like a health upgrade or there's like a armor plating over here or whatever. Um, sure. Yeah. Like reasons to stop little loot caches. Yeah. Right. In this game, the zones are a lot bigger. You're going to be in each zone for like, you know, if you just do main story, you'll be in a zone for maybe four or five, maybe six hours. Um, if bad. you're if you're really hunting to clean up, uh, you'll be there for maybe 10 or 11. I mean, there's not a whole lot extra. And that has been a complaint that I've heard that's like, hey, there's just there's not a lot of additional like th- there's not a super good reason to explore because you'll go out and find like. 20 bullets and a grenade right it's like okay that's cool but i can just craft this shit yeah and so i mean that begs you know the question like they've grown 
Mm. So why aren't they doing stuff like that? I, I mean, I think that uh, this is the first game that they've done in a really big world since you know the original people that branched off to to make this game were. Uh, you know, they had originally been part of the studio that made um, Stalker, and they right. wanted to make a game that had more story. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of almost so like they've come all the way full circle. It to, to me, it it reads like okay, when a company makes a game that mm. they put all this cool little side stuff in, you see something like um, you know, like Grand Skyrim. Theft Auto. You see something like Skyrim. You can find these side areas where there's even like nods to this is a video game. There's yeah. nods to, like, look at this just really bizarre shit that we decided to throw in for no reason. Mm-hmm. And these guys have yet to do it. And I question it. Yeah. Is, is it because... They're trying to go for the realism still? Well, that yeah. I mean, like, that aside, it, it wouldn't pull you out to find, mm-hmm. like, something in the world that, like, points at something else they made. Or yeah. something. Yeah, in I mean, the world like that... these games have always had things like um, the actual like copies of the Metro books are laying around in like every person's room. Right, right. <laughs> Which obviously, like I mean, in the Metro universe, there is not a book of the story that's currently happening right, or something. You know? Right. Like so, but like it's not hard to make like a uh, like maybe a fake comic book series that's running mm. throughout the whole game. Yeah. Or yeah, yeah. um, like maybe like a. What do you call it? Like a, like a transmission, of or like an audio ra- play, yeah, or like a radio yeah. show, of yep. something that they've done throughout the whole series, or like a Yeti attack, or something that leads to you know, like some sound or something that points to something that enhances the story. They have yet to do something like that. Yeah, I feel like. and it's like, is it because it's a Russian-based game and there's no fun to be had in Russia? That's fair. I want to ask that. Yeah, it's it's a. Uh, I mean, I I like the game a lot. Uh, as always, like the the shooter controls are mm-hmm. amazing. The looks, like sense of being fantastic. in the world, the sense of being there mm-hmm. is really powerful. Um, I mean, you know, you are like you can see on his wrist in a couple of the shots, he has like a little watch that is that like it'll light up if you're in the light. So if enemies can see you, it's lit. Yeah. Um, it counts down the time of how much oxygen you have in your in your uh, breathing masks um it had it like sort of indicates your health although you can better tell by like blood on the screen like normal shit like that um i mean mm-hmm. it, you know you if you want to light an area up um you pull out a lighter <laughs> and like that that can burn spider webs you have to recharge your headlamp on your fucking helmet with like a battery like hand charger um it's you know if you want to do something in the world you your character physically does it for the most part yeah there's a couple things like picking up guns it just happens like the gun just vanishes off the ground and it's in your arms but basically everything else you have to manually do which is really cool um so uh, you know they continue to basically have that locked down like this is one of the most like in it feeling games that you're gonna have if you're really into that yeah um so yeah it's it's carried that tradition on for sure Nice. Um, some other stuff I've been playing uh, on Switch. I picked up Wargroove. This is something I've been looking after for a while. Um, so it's basically a like fantasy-based Advanced Wars game. Okay. Um, so I've been having a lot of fun with this. Uh, the story is 
like I, I basically I don't skip the story scenes, but I'm definitely not invested. Um, I'm just like you know it's well this okay this is why you're doing this all right here we go let's get in the fight. Um, the tactics are really good. The enemies that it sets you up against are really good. Um, I I guess the like multiplayer works really well in this game. I haven't done the multiplayer yet. I'm gonna wait till I beat the game. But uh, the, the unit variety, the way that the units kind of rock, paper, scissors against each other, mm-hmm. really cool. It's really oh, yeah. well done. Yeah, I've been waiting to see a little bit more of this. It, I mean, it reminds me of a lot of things kind of jammed together. We talked about this, mm-hmm. um, man, I want to say even like a month before we even did our last show. Yeah. Yeah. And it had me intrigued. Like, it's so weird. It has like a, like a um, Super Mario Bros. layout. Mm-hmm. But yet, it seems to have more of a, uh, like, Ogre Battle 64 vibe. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yep. It, it's definitely, uh, it's not for everyone. But right. the people that it is for, it's, like, really for them. It's extremely for you. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it, it reminds me in a lot of ways of, um, yep, I lost it. Forget about it. Well, uh, It reminds me now. of Into the Breach, um, the, uh, the mech game where yeah. you're, like... It's very simple tactics, but it's, like, what it is, it's so that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it is the, like, the ultimate version of what it's doing. This is really close. Like, this game, there's a couple little things that kind of bug me, and from what I've heard, um, that's not uncommon. Mm-hmm. But it's really, really close. And people are like, okay, now, like, I hope that this kind of triggers more of a start of, like, hey, let's see a bunch of, like, what's your take on Advance Wars? How would you do Advance Wars different? For sure. Because um, that's something that... There's a couple games that it's like... There's like just one version of it for a long time until people finally get caught up on it. Mm-hmm. Um, like it was like when um, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds was like the only big Battle Royale. It's like, why is everybody not just releasing a Battle Royale? Yeah. No, and, it, oh, they it, did. They just needed two years to make it. Yeah, it's just like, that's so obvious. <laughs> yeah. So... Cool. Um, Yes, it's kind of a fun one. I, I do that in between other stuff. Obviously, I'm not, like, digging down and, like, draining a coffee to go get playing this. This is kind of, like, my relax, yeah. like, chill-out game. Yeah, yeah. And the, then, uh, it's something you can kind of play in between. Like, we right, don't need a right. lot of, like, I need to sit down and focus. Right. Cool. And then uh, the other main game I've been playing is I just, just started trying it out. I think I did the first three chapters of uh, Devil May Cry 5. Okay. I'm And I'm it's interested. cool. I have not had a chance to play um, any of the additional characters other than what's his tits, Dante ripoff, Nero. Nero. <laughs> um, the the Devil Bringer's cool. I mean, I set the game on easy because I'm not interested in like getting your tits trying to learn off. all these combos and shit. Yeah. Um. So it's gotta say it's pretty cool. That's, I like uh, know, I like what's going on in it. Uh, th- that's really cool to hear. Uh, like, how does the combat feel? with the music that's the thing i care about the most it definitely jives like oh, it yeah, what I, it is what it's following along with what the music is up to and it's like it, that is not like negotiable like you feel it good yeah at all times that, that, which i know is what they go for yeah it's the most important thing in the game for me is mm-hmm. just like if if that combat's not there you're gonna feel it i you, you know that that feeling wasn't there in the dmc remake and that's where I think they lost yeah. a lot of faith. And I also yeah. think that's a point in time in Capcom's like life on when they mm-hmm. realized this shit isn't cutting it anymore. Right. 
so it's like we need to stop trying to do these things that are like for someone else and we need to start being true to like what we're doing mm-hmm. like make it about the characters in the game don't make the characters fit the game that is popular basically mm-hmm. yeah and it, it really seems like capcom they've been on fire recently yeah so, I mean, I, like i would have never I, have said I, I, that five years ago yeah they were really in trouble not long back oh yeah <laughs> i think yeah and uh especially like between uh, the last two years they've been doing really good yeah i mean it really started when monster hunter was mm. big dick in its January way of last year right yep yeah and like i i know i played that for probably like two months straight mm. and that's pretty long for someone who needs basically a new video game every single month to keep right. up with what we're talking about right here yeah so yeah that, that's pretty cool and there's even been times where i'm like i need to go back and check that out mm-hmm. again because they added like girl and they added like some Mega Man stuff and um who else aloy from um yeah uh, horizon yeah yeah i mean they added a lot but they haven't yeah, so uh, this... they, they haven't done dragon's dogma too yep so here that's apparently on. um the uh the designer of or maybe the director i'm not sure of uh, devil may cry 5 was given the choice do you want to do a new devil may cry or a new dragon's dogma see that's a no-brainer though they knew what he was going to pick There's yeah no i way. feel like that's like hey would you uh you know it's like you call guillermo del toro hey do you want to do a hobbit trilogy or would you like to do king kong 3 he's like right. do i look fucking retarded <laughs> and they're like yeah kind of <laughs> <laughs> got him uh, so uh yeah it's you know you know, it's, uh, yeah, I get it. It's it, cool. It's stylish. It's it looks fun. The enemy design's really good. Um, I don't know. It's it's Devil May Cry. It's what you want. Cool. Have you had? A it's very to reminiscent of four. Have you played um, all the? No, characters? I've 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 only played with Nero so far. Okay. Although the fucking dude with the cane apparently is amazing to play as. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to hear the differences. So yeah, dig yeah. into that more and and, and keep Definitely. up keep up with this. Um. So, for me in this long break, um, like, I played a lot of stuff, and I mm. forgot most of it. Um, yeah. So, you know, that's a problem. Uh, Not I, a great sign. <laughs> I've been playing a lot of, uh, like, I've been playing a lot of still Session and uh, Skater XL. Um, session, they are, uh, like, a quick update for what they're doing from, like, the backer standpoint of what we're hearing. Uh, mm-hmm. They have um, basically like kind of recovered from one of their like lead people leaving because mm-hmm. he got a better job, like a crazy job. Um, yeah. And there's like no hard feelings or anything. But the dude, uh, the dude left, so they had to uh, kind of pick up. They've hired two new programmers. I think mm-hmm. they hired a new art lead um, and yeah. one new artist. And they've um, completely reworked the way that they had all the mirroring done for animations. So if you do something mm-hmm. regular, it just mirrors to do a switch, which is backwards. Um, okay. They cut all that out and they did animations for each one. So it's so it can't bug itself out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to cut down on a lot of bugs. They've done a mess of animations. Um, landing, uh, they've done, like, if you jump from a higher like spot when you land, you crouch harder when you fall. You know, like when you land, your knees buckle a bit more because you're falling mm-hmm. from a higher spot. Um, and uh, 
a couple weeks it was about a week ago we got a uh, a thing that said that you know they don't have anything new for us because grind the grind system is currently broke mm. um but i i expect to get something new within the next two months okay. uh, i think they're going to actually come out probably early access in the next three months Mm-hmm. And, you know, we'll go from there. So, um, you know, I'll keep us all filled, on, filled in on that. Uh, but I've been playing that a lot. Uh, those two a lot. Um, and I, I played a lot of other random stuff. Um, I could not do... I don't remember if I mentioned it on the last show, but I, I could not do Anthem all the way through. Mm-hmm. It was just too much, like, failure. <laughs> like, it just kept failing it, like yeah. I, I couldn't, I physically couldn't play it. It would not log me onto the servers. Yeah. And after you do that like three times in a row, for like, okay, I fucking get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For like three days, like it'll work for a day, and then you'll have three days where it won't work at all in a row. Yeah, yeah. And it's like I don't, I don't know why I'm even trying. Um. Mm-hmm. So I was literally at the end of that game, from what I understand. Um. And I, I traded it in, Damn. picked up. Um, picked up the division. Have been playing the division solo, and it's mm. a much better experience than playing the division one was with multiple people. Uh-huh. Interesting. Um, so I can imagine it's going to be it's going to be a really cool game if I do end up getting multiple people to play. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know. I I kind I like the division and what they're doing, but yeah, it's like an inherently interesting idea. And, like, it's got really good tech behind it and everything. I just, like... It, it is. It feels like a... like Kind of like a basic game. You know what I mean? It's very... It, I mean, it feels like The Division is, like, the first thing that comes on your PS4 by default. Yeah. It, it, it's like, <laughs> I expect... I know this is, like, a video yeah. game. And that seems yeah. kind of silly to say because, I mean, it's a video game. In uh, of course it is. But at the same time, but it's like... It's like, don't be on yeah. that... Don't be, like, on the nose that much with it. And, and it, there's something, too, that's, like, you know, uh, something that a lot of people still consider one of the best, um, you know, I guess, current-gen games, like Witcher 3. Mm-hmm. Like, it is some of the gamiest shit ever, but when you're playing that shit, it's, it's fucking real. Yeah. You and, know what I mean? I mean, and this game does do a pretty good job of making, like, the enemies are almost too, like, the, the AI pathing could use a little bit of work, I think. Mm-hmm. But the enemies are so intelligent, and I don't yeah. know where that came from. Like, you'll be focusing on a really tough enemy, like a leader, mm-hmm. and he'll have minions that'll start flanking you. And that's it, it's kind of a moment when you go like, okay, I see this guy moving to my right, but then you start getting hit from the back to the left, and they're mm-hmm. like, there was another guy that I didn't see this whole time. That was moving through the shadows to, to flank me and kill me, and mm. it's it, it's it's pretty crazy. It's um, it's a shitty feeling, but it's also a pretty cool feeling to know that you're actually up against an enemy that's um, not tough in a Dark Souls way because they're not hard to kill usually, but they just know what they're doing, and mm. it, it, it's it's nice. Um, on top of that, the customization's cool. All the weapons, um, you know, they, they fit pretty well. The loot seems pretty fair. Uh, mm-hmm. And the dark zone isn't as much of a pain in the ass for me as it used to be. 
Um, yeah. The Dark Zone was kind of like, it, it was like dread, you know, because yeah, you know you're going to yeah. get dicked on by four people. That's only happened to me one time, and I didn't even have anything on me. Yeah. So it, it was it was pretty good. Um, and I'm trying out more weapons in this game than I tried out in the last game. Last game was um, a light machine gun and uh, like a, a, se- a semi-auto rifle. And in this one, I'll stick with the rifle for a while. I'll stick with the LMG for a while. You know, I'll pick an assault rifle. I've played with the SMG. I actually have been using a shotgun forever. Mm. So it's it's um, yeah. I, I don't know what kind of made me when I went to go trade this in want to pick up this game for one because I was so like, nope, I'm good. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I don't know. And I think the low expectation has been has been good for me. So yeah. that's good. Yeah, that's probably one of the bigger things that I played. Um, I played some Hitman. Uh, season one since I never got all the way through that while I was like in between these two um, I didn't really get anywhere with it but it was pretty cool mm. I've been trying to play Apex Legend with uh, with Pasty and Blonde Bombshell for uh, like a couple weeks now mm-hmm. not happening uh, like it, like someone one of them will ask me hey do you want to play it'll usually be Blonde Bombshell she'll be like hey do you want to play and it's like 11 or 12 at night and I'll already in bed mm-hmm. and I'll get it in the morning um and then like I'll ask Pacey across the weekend he's like no you know I'm watching a movie and I don't feel like changing it it's like okay I give up um so you know haven't really had anything to do with that but I did pick up uh this month's uh well this coming month's Humble Bundle mm-hmm. um so the rest of it releases on the 5th but you can pick up, um, what is that, uh, Northgoth, or Nazgoth? Nazgoth, I think. Um, yeah. You can pick up Nazgoth, Mint, uh, Absolver, and the one I've been playing m- the majority of, Mutant Year Zero. Um, Extremely good. And if it's your first time, you, uh, first time subs- you know, first month subscribing, uh, you do get like two bucks, two fifty off of it. So you can pretty much pick this game up for like ten bucks. Mm-hmm. Really good deal. Um, Very dope. And there's more to be released on the 5th. So, you know, we'll see what else comes along with it. And, uh, you know, with hum- Humble, you know, mo- the majority of it goes to a charity anyway. So that's kind of cool, too. Get a bunch of games. And uh, they don't all suck. So that's cool. Um, this game's been fun. Like, it's it, it's it looks so good. I don't understand how it... Like how it how it looks oh, yeah. this good, um, but it's time and dedication, baby. Yeah, they they like kind of zoomed in on the characters. Like I can't remember their names. The duck is ducks, D U X, right? Hell yeah. And Porkin. His name's not Porkin. It's it starts with a B. Yeah, it's Bor Boris or something. Borkis Bor Borkin Bora. Yeah, it's it's something with Bor, and it's yeah. it's it's pretty good. Um, so the puns are there. Instead of saying fuck, they say ducks a lot. Um, and, Not ducks. Oh, f- duck you. Um, and it, it's it's nice. You can kind of you you Borman. know, Borman. Yep. Uh, you kind of know that you shouldn't be doing something because you'll get fucked up real bad. 
Mm. And that's pretty that's pretty good. I always like games that do that. It's like you clearly don't need to be going this way, so like fuck yeah. off and go the other way. Um and this game does that pretty good. Uh the little hub city isn't bad. Um like mm. they they didn't give you this needless. There's not a like, lot going on, but Yeah, it, it but it doesn't give you this um like you know how some games like think about like Destiny when you ran around the tower. There was so much wasted space, just useless useless stuff that was going on. I mean, for God's sake, in Destiny 1, they had a whole hangar that there was nothing you could do in there except, like, click on two shops. And you had to yep. walk forever to get there. This doesn't do that. You just move left to right, select whatever you want, um, yeah. and move on. So uh, I, I do appreciate that. They're not trying to be something that they're not. Mm-hmm. And uh, the customization is fun. You get different weapons. Um, you can apply things that make them better. You can upgrade them. Different grenades, different abilities. Uh, it it and the armor and like like helmet and outfit options change the way the character looks at all times. It's it's nice. Mm-hmm. Um, o- overall, it's worth probably three times more than what you're gonna pay for it just for this game. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. That's pretty much it, you know. Pokemon Go oh, here yeah. and there. Um, yeah, of course. I haven't I'll never really. Stop. Yeah, I, I really haven't done even too much with that. I did get a thing that said, "Hey, uh, Elder Scroll Blades is finally out for iOS." So I download the shit out of that. Uh, I click on it. It does this little opening video. I'm getting a little excited just because it, I, well, I did this forever ago, and it gets in there and it's like tap to attack, and I'm like, okay, typical. Uh, so I. I'm attacking this like, um, uh, what, what was that guy's name? Uh, Nethru Dagon or something like that. The guy that was like the cult leader. Okay. Uh, I can't remember his name from Elder Scrolls. And um, yeah. And I, I'm beating the shit out of him. There's fire behind him, and the guy goes down. And I was like, cool. And it does this other little like cinematic, and then it says uh, like. Make sure you turn on notifications. We've limited the amount of playtime, and uh, you know, turn on notifications so you can be notified when new stuff comes out. And I was like, okay, so I turned on notifications, and then it says thank you for playing. That was literally it. Mm. This game was supposed to come out at the beginning of the year. <laughs> huh. So, that's fun. Um, yeah. You know, thumbs up. Um, I'm sure there's a ton of shit that I played that I missed. It probably, I'm not sure uh, about you, but yeah, I, I imagine there's some things yeah. in there that you missed. Um, so, you know, but we'll cut it there. Um, why don't we go ahead and jump into uh, like Games with Gold and PlayStation Plus. But first, if you guys get the chance, as always, head over to Facebook.com backslash Inc. That did not stop happening while we were on the break. You could have chatted with us there the whole time. Checked out all the cool stuff that's been going on, uh, like even our friends over at Whitethorn Digital. Uh, if you remember our conversation with uh, Dr. Matthew White, uh, we even had something for Where the Bees Make Honey. So that's awesome. Um, yeah. And more. So... Make sure you uh, like us over there. Feel free to comment and keep up with us on the daily as well. Follow us on Twitter so you can see all of our dumb bullshit like normal. Um, I've been a little more active over on Twitter, to be honest. Uh, yeah, I've been I've uh, been on Twitter a lot. On like a little bit on my own, but I've been posting a lot more stuff for MGI just to keep people in the loop since we've been out. Um, okay. So yeah, there's always that. 
and that's how you know when we'll go live uh do this uh and anything else i really want to get when everything gets settled i really want to get into our first like session of carbon instead of playing cyberpunk yes you know, jump yeah for sure carbon what are they on they're on their fifth fifth uh, just came out i think we can five. probably expect uh sixth before we start yeah so uh what, what do they what do they even have available for us right now they have um oh i think they added the an badlands they, they have the what the badland guy and then they have the crypto kid and then they have like yeah. three or four classes already yep and they have a full mini playthrough which seems like a good place for us to start um yeah, it has good. the top down i can just shave off the sides and you know i can put it right into roll 20 where the right. character sheets already worked in um so that's something to look forward to and to make sure you know when we do that follow us here on twitter at mammoth games inc cool yeah. let's jump into uh uh games with gold with, uh, all right so we got a uh, pretty cool uh games with gold especially the first half of the month damn um, yeah. so yeah april 1st to 30th you're going to be looking at, for Xbox One, uh, Technomancer. That's a good get. Really is. Um, um, I bought that game. Kind of like a... I, I bought that game for... What did I pay for that? Um, probably like 45 bucks. Yeah. Because I really, like really wanted it. You got and, it like super early. Yeah. Yeah. And it, like, I still feel like the game is probably worth that. Yeah. Because, like, I didn't... Man, it's just one of those games that I didn't... I couldn't play all the way. Because there was so mm. much coming out. Yeah, that was a busy time, too. That was like, uh, I don't know, maybe like two holidays ago or something like that. Yeah. just um, And I couldn't find it anywhere. I don't know what it was. I couldn't find it for under $60 anywhere. Lowest I found it was 40 Yeah. So, um, um, that's Yeah, good. the other one for the, the first half of the month, uh, the 1st to the 15th, the original Xbox uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2. That's a get. That's good. Yeah. The Battlefront um, 2 was that was a the, like a that's defining the superior game. Battlefront 2. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it, it was a defining uh, yeah. game for that era, for sure. Yeah. Um. So the 16th to May 15th uh, is going to be on Xbox One Outcast Second Conflict. I'm not super sure about this one. I just I just don't know anything about it. Yeah, I'm with um, you. I don't know. It looks super familiar for some reason. It looks like a sci-fi exploration type game maybe yeah it's like a and then uh sci-fi fantasy like yeah it has some weird yeah it's kind of like technomancer then yeah a little bit and then um on the 360 uh april 16th to the 30th ghost recon 2 okay uh advanced warfighter that's when you could just put any words together in a sequence and you had a game title yeah it was at that time uh, tom clancy's yep. ghost recon advanced warfighter 246 yep awakening yeah, a lot of weird shit back then so yeah that's not too bad technomancer is a good get uh battlefront, battlefront. 2 is a great get uh, oh, outcast yeah. is something to definitely probably check out i mean for free you can't really you yeah, know, sure why not? go wrong play it for 10 minutes if you don't like it fuck off <laughs> ghost recon you know? probably being the weaker but unless you were a big fan at the time i do know there's a lot of people who are huge fans of ghost recon so you know that's mm. definitely for them. It's not for everyone. It's not for me. I don't think it's for you. But it's for someone. Yep. Cool. Is there anything else All going right. on over there? Or, uh, is that pretty much it? That's pretty much it on Xbox. Okay, cool. Uh, we'll hop over to PlayStation uh, PlayStation Plus. Um, they're 
you know, sticking with that, we're basically getting like two bigger games for mm-hmm. the months from here on out. Uh, so this month, what you can end up picking up, first of all, is Conan Exiles. Conan Exiles is the open world survival game uh, set in the Conan the Barbarian world. Pretty good if you can get a group of people playing. Um, and, you know, y- you can survive. It's, it's Even if you're going to play solo, it's still pretty fun to create your character, uh, you know, look at the story from the beginning and go out and explore because the world does have a lot of, like, hidden little spots to just check out. Uh, mm-hmm. And it is a like I said, an open world survival game. It's not just an MMO, it's a survival MMO. And you have to deal with temperature. If you're wearing too much and it gets too hot, you're going to overheat. That sucks. Uh, if you're not wearing enough and you're up north, you will freeze to death. I have froze to death. Um, so that, that's something. Um, some of the drawbacks of the game, there were quite a few not enough like, dong. bugs. Not enough dong. There was a, a mighty lack of dong, some would say. Um, hmm. And one of the things that just kind of bothered me is, uh, you know, I, I didn't play on a PvP server because that seemed like some shit that would annoy me. So I played on a PvE server. And a lot of people on there, not a lot of people, but there was, you know, it only takes a few bad apples, you know. And um, they would block off, uh, mm. like, w- like, one of, like, four or five ways to get to the northern area. And they would just build yeah. their house there. Yep. And that just blocks off that entire fucking thing. So you have to find a different way around. You have to build your way up or something, you know, like that. Um, so, it, you know, it, but you could be that good person that when there is that open area, you could build something small there so some, nobody else builds there. And just put a sign, don't be a dickhead and build big shit over the area, <laughs> which is what we did. Um so that was cool, but the downfall is your buildings do degrade and will fall apart. Um, yeah, I don't like that. I I hate that. I built something so big for our like group, and we mm-hmm. had like a huge dragon head. It was awesome, and uh, like and it was Did literally the dragon that we killed. We yeah. stuffed and mounted its head. It was like four times as big as my character. And it was, Jesus. like, above our fireplace. And it was fantastic. That's so cool. Um, and then I, I logged in one day, and there were, like, the foundation that I, that I had built started to, like, decay and destroy. And it mm. would break everything all the way up. So we had, like, a tower. And when that one foundation piece broke, it would break every brick that was attached to it vertically. Oh, shit. And yeah, it just started happening, and I w- that was when I was done. I was like, uh-huh. "Nope, that's not for me." Um, so I backed off. That was one of the big drawbacks. But there's still a lot to be had. Um, if like if I were to do it again, I would say build smaller places you really don't care about, mm-hmm. and enjoy ex- uh, enjoy like exploration a bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that. Um, the second big game you're getting is The Surge. Um, the Surge, uh, a lot like Technomancer, kind of has... It's, Technomancer is that like cross between like uh, like a heavy like traditional role-playing game and a Dark Souls-like action role-playing game. And this is very much in that action, but it does have that little bit of like 
um, like traditional. Um, but mm-hmm. it throws a sci-fi spin on like that hardcore uh, RPG style game. Um, they uh, you start. It's one of the first games I've ever started um, as a man who can't actually walk. You're in a wheelchair. Hell yeah! It's your first day on the job, and you. Dead Space Two. You, I think that's similar. Did they? Let me look. Uh, let me look into games where the player character is in a wheelchair. But it was really cool to be, control yourself in a wheelchair. When you went downhill, mm-hmm. you didn't have to press forward; you just rolled. And they, they did like I was excited because they did it right in the beginning. I was like, okay, this is how I imagined this would feel. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we. Uh, so, so your character starts off, he gets off the train for his first day of orientation. You go in, you kind of look at your different suits, which are going to help you be mobile, finally. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, I, I don't remember exactly what your character was meant to be doing. Um, but these suits are meant for various things. Some of them are faster, some of them are stronger, some of them uh, can destroy things, some of them can lift things. Um, so it depends on what you were doing. And you kind of get to pick, like, what kind of suit do you want? And mm. you pick the suit, and uh, you go into a room, and they're like, okay, you know, we're going to fit you for this and see how it works. Um, and that's not true. They basically, you get strapped to this table by basically the machine, and it bolts the exoskeleton right to your bone through your clothes. Mm. Um, Interesting. So it's like... Your character just blacks out. He had no, like, sedative. He just blacks out from blood loss, basically. Yeah, I would just die, but... Yeah, exactly. Well, he wakes up in a fucking dump. Like, outside, Mm -hmm. they just threw him away. Like, he was Frank Reynolds or something. When I die, throw me in the fucking trash. Um, And, you know, you get up, and uh, you do have, uh, like, a voice in your ear trying to, like, help you navigate... And, that, you know, that's where the building comes in. You start to build your suit. You become stronger. You're trying to overthrow whatever's running this facility because it's obviously not right. You have to watch your attacks, your blocks, your rolls, your dodges. Um, and it's it, the game feels good. And I believe we are expecting um, uh, the Surge 2. These mm. guys, I know, are hard at, hard at work on something. So that that's really cool, uh, and they're actually like if you stream it, they're actually pretty frequent. In their uh, like, they'll pop into your stream. They'll have like community managers and stuff pop in, mm-hmm. even if you don't have a lot of people. Like I had community manager manager pop in when I had like five people in my stream, that's and dope. he was just like, "Oh hey yeah, if you're having trouble here, you know try try this. These things are really susceptible to this." And then he would ask you like, "What do you think of the game? How does it feel?" What would you do better? What, what, what do you think would make this better for you? Um, so that's fantastic. I love seeing that. Uh, so not yeah. too bad of a month. Uh, it, like, it, I don't know. It could be better um, because I like I already own both of these games, so that kind of sucks for me. But this is good for other people. <laughs> um, we need more people to see what The Surge is and, and play that because it, it's a cool game. It's a hard game, but it's cool. Um, and then Conan Exiles is uh, can't there is fun to be had there. Um, on top of that, you can also pick up Path of Exiles for free. We were playing that on Dope. PC. 
Yeah, we were just trying it out because we were we knew it was coming to uh, PS4, uh, whatever other consoles, and just kind of. I had no idea. I well, did, I did. I had no idea about that. You're like, uh, I was like, hey, well, that's free, and you're like, oh, cool, yeah, let's play that. And then we just played it one day on PC, and then it was like a day later. Yeah, oh, surprise. It was actually I mean, brought up by yeah. um, to me. It was brought up uh, by uh, one of our Facebook uh, guys that okay. talks over there all the time, Curse Steve. Yep. So yeah, he brought it up to me, and he's like, "Dude, I didn't see you post anything about that." And I was like, "Well, I'll be damned! I didn't know that was a thing." Uh, went and downloaded it, and now I just have it sitting on my console, and I will probably never play it, unfortunately. But mm. I do appreciate it. So that's yeah. cool. All right. All right. Cool. Uh, why don't we go ahead and jump into the games <laughs> releasing? These are the games releasing for basically the whole month of March. The 11th yep. through April 7th. March 11th through April 7th. Um, we're going to be missing right. a lot. Don't fear if there's something that you think we should have said. As always, let us know on Twitter, at Mammoth Games Inc. Um, but yeah. we're going to start with... We're basically just going to hit a couple of the big ones, tell you some other ones that we've missed, um, and then just kind of talk about them. The first one, obviously, is the one that I've been playing, is Tom mm. Clancy's The Division. Um Tom Clancy's The Division for PC, PS4, Xbox One from, of course, Ubisoft came out um, Friday, March 15th. Yeah. Um, So. I mean, there's not a lot to be said, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you played Division One, then you know what this game is. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, They're they're doing, you know, obviously it's a new setting. Um, They've, you know, done, I don't know, balance changes uh slight i would imagine they've redone the classes in certain ways i feel like the the majority of it i feel like um they fixed like one of my problems i think was the environment Mm. the dark zone was this big block in the center of the game that you had to walk around in this they put they have um they have uh dz east dz south yeah there's like several different like smaller zones that are similar to what the dark zone concept was yeah so and and they're kind of level based too so you and they're unique it'll be hard yeah it'll be hard to find you know high-end assholes hanging out in the level like one to like or well probably more like uh seven to 17 area right because it's just like lower level gear it's like why would they um, want to be easier unless they just want to be a jerk um but the other cool thing is uh, they equipped a feature called normalization. Um, Mm. If you're in that range and your gear is much higher, your gear will weaken to fit the level. Right. So that's cool. Um, You know, it helps out those people that were getting dicked on uh, by, like, stronger enemies. Um, Right. I mean, they really don't have classes, but they have different, like, loads that you... Like, loadouts that you can pick. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. And they've included a whole bunch of new weapons, including, like, Seeker Mines, Nanobot, uh, uh, like, Cluster Bombs. They even have a drone that can drop a payload of explosives in a path. Dope. Um, Yeah, it's pretty cool. Like, even the Seeker Mind is, like, a a small sphere that rolls across the ground. And it can break into clusters and seek out a bunch of people, dealing a little bit of damage to each one. Or it can do a big explosion upward. And rain fire down on them. Um, I mean, there's a lot of healing options. They even have uh, a basically like a grenade launcher 
that can shoot poison if you want. It can shoot heals. Um, it can shoot a, um, an offense, offensive buff for your team in a wide Holy range. Shit. Or it can shoot literally the fucking um, like expanding foam from like Incredibles. Oh, I like that. To lock people in place. So if you have yeah. multiple people to play with, you guys can set up strategic like I'm this character. I'm gonna like I'm gonna rock something for me, something for you. So I'll rock heals for you, and for me, I think poison sounds cool. Or you can shoot out like a, a canister of uh, like gas, and then you can mm-hmm. when you shoot it, it blows up. So you can just level an area with gas and just catch everything on fire. Damn, that's cool. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot going on. Um, and a lot of like different loadouts. It's, um, you know, they made some good decisions, and the snowdrop engine is not like for me. It's one of my favorite engines in the industry. I love the mm-hmm. way that it makes environments. Um, so the game looks fantastic. Yeah. A lot of smart decisions by these guys. Um, I don't think it's getting as much love because people know what it is. But um, I mean, for me, I went in with a very low expectation and it's working out mm-hmm. so you know i wanted that loot shooter and, and anthem didn't didn't get that for me just because of all the technical problems yep. that were had so yeah this kind of picks up the slack a little bit for me okay yeah it's kind of a yes yeah, kind of a surprise uh hit i guess yeah yeah um I guess not for Ubisoft, but for some of the people that thought they were already over it. Yeah, like I think Grim, he's been wanting to play it, and uh, instead of spending sixty dollars per game, keeping it for a week and selling it back for like forty bucks, um, mm. he decided to buy into like this almost game fly. I think it's called Boomerang. Okay, uh, yeah, for yeah. him, and um, so he's been renting games. He's rented. Um, I I can't remember what he's picking up now. I think it's like some like game that i've never heard of um or uh, looked into i guess um but he's like you know i I was gonna pick this up he was gonna pick up the division but it's all sold out so uh, it's doing okay for them i imagine they probably have like maybe around 100 copies and there's not a lot Mm -hmm. of people who use those like rental services anymore i imagine right it's not massive um Mm -hmm. so i don't know Interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, the next big game to come out, uh, also on a Friday, March 22nd, um, that was uh, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, the new Blood Souls game. Yeah, it's like a soft Blood Souls game, isn't it? I'm really interested in it. Me too. Uh, this is like, from what I've heard, it's changed up enough from Dark Souls that they. I've, I've heard people say, like, if you don't like Dark Souls and Bloodborne, you may like this one. Mm-hmm. But the reasoning has been kind of unusual. You yeah. know what I mean? It's not anybody that's like, well, it's easier to understand and play. It's just like, hey, this is a new learning curve. And, you know, if you haven't played the previous games, that may not be as big of a negative as it is in, like, uh, Dark Souls or Bloodborne. Like, if you went and freshed and Bloodborne was the first one of those style of games that you played, it was a lot harder for you than it was for other people. Mm-hmm. Right, right. right. Obviously, that's true of Dark Souls 3. Uh, but they, I've heard that some people that are Dark Souls fans have actually said, this game is different exactly to the point that 
playing Dark Souls might have actually been a negative. It might have hurt their ability to play this game. Huh. That's kind of just kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm excited to try this out. Um, I've been saying, for, you know, since it yeah. came out, like, I, I need to pick this up. But, mm. you know, I, I still have a decent amount of games that I'm, like, messing with. So, right. Um, you know, it, this is going to be one that you're going to want to dive into, too. Yeah, I'm not going to want to, like, screw around and, like, have another game that I'm playing on the side. Um, mm-hmm. I do hear that there wasn't a lot of replay value. I do hear right. it's still difficult. Not to the point yep. of, like, Demon Souls or Dark Souls or even Dark Souls 3. Bloodborne still was actually a pretty difficult game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I imagine it is rewarding. I love the setting. It reminds me. Yeah, of the playing, setting's dope. It reminds me of playing something like uh, like Onimusha, mm-hmm. and yeah, I mean, there's little things that people like they forgot about, like the shadows die twice part. You yep. can actually like resurrect. Yeah, and it's like there were people who just straight up forgot about that. And they're like, "Well, I'm dead," and then they would reset. Yeah. Like, well, what's really good too is I've seen some some uh, enemies that utilize similar mechanics. Yeah. People are like, what the fuck? Uh, yeah, I'm interested because like, I've, I've heard really mixed stuff. I've heard a lot of like game reviewers mm-hmm. saying that this game is one of the hardest Souls-type games that they've played. Interesting. Yeah. And no. I've heard a lot of people that I know that are saying, oh, this one's way easier. I want, like, I've heard some people complaining that it's too easy. I, I, wanna, I want this to be really hard for me. I don't know why. But I, I love... I, I, I want it to be a difficult game. Like, I miss... You know, going through like Blight Town and stuff like that, mm. where the difficulty level was so, like, like I, I didn't like rage and I was pissed off that I was playing it and stopped playing it, but it was right. just so difficult that it, like, it changed the way that I played the game, and that's mm. really cool. Like, I love the weapon that I have, but I cannot use that weapon to complete what I'm doing right now. It will not help me. It'll hurt me. Right. And, I like, I, I kind of miss that. Like, there's been a lot of, um, like, hand-holding, you know? Yes, and I've heard that, yeah, in this game, obviously, you have one weapon set. The thing that you're customizing is, like, your little skeleton arm thing. Mm-hmm. Um, which, yeah, I think you can have two of those equipped at a time, and they're always available to you. So you can hop in, into your menus and just get the other... Uh, you know, another one that you need for this fight or whatever. That is very different for the uh, yeah. guys that from is to create one weapon set. Like, I think a lot of people were kind of thinking that we were going to, they were going to get something like Neo. Mm-hmm. And that's not the case. Like if you want no. that, please go play Neo. Cause Neo is fantastic too. It's, yeah. it, it's what you will want if you want the multiple sets. Um, but yeah, th- I don't know. This is such an interesting uh, like direction for them, and I can't wait to see like how these guys continue to develop. Yeah, I, I it almost seems like they're going backwards. Yeah, you know, this seems it, like it a is game interesting, isn't it? That they would start with where you have a single weapon set, but instead mm-hmm. they started with the multiple weapon sets and the multiple armor, and like you have like any build customizable you can character, go wherever you yeah. want. You're gonna fucking die. And in this, there's less of a chance of you dying and you have one weapon set. It's very, like... Hmm. It is interesting. And I think that's them trying to kind of, you know, look at redirecting what their company's doing. Mm-hmm. 
because they've been kind of we've heard several you know designers and game directors and shit like kind of complaining that it's like i don't want to just make the same game over and over again for the rest of my life yep i I like i I like to think of that as like the bungee problem that's been bungee's biggest problem and i mean yeah the bungee problem the fucking activision call of duty problem i mean ubisoft has been getting into this where it's like well i don't oh you guys are good at this so just keep making the same fucking game over and over again forever I'm not sure if Call of Duty thinks that, you know, like like Activision thinks that that's a problem with Call of Duty, though. Well, a lot of the people making the games do. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. So, cool. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's kind of weird, but um. So that, yes, the f- that that's something that we'll see on the horizon for yeah. one of us, I think. So you know, for sure. You know, we'll we'll let you know a little bit more about Sekiro coming up. I know Grim played it in like Rage Quit. He had it for like three days. Got him. And he's like, good investment. couldn't do it. And I was like, what you got to do is just be better at it. Like, look at what you're doing terribly and be better at it. Like, set it to super easy mode? I don't think there is setting. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, uh, it, I can't play this. Which is typical from software. There isn't a setting. Yeah. Um, and he, like, he got it through the rental service, so no harm, no foul. Mm. Uh, but it did ruin his chance at getting something like The Division. Something he would have rather played. Yeah. So... Yeah. Cool. Um, and I think, yeah, this will be the last game we're talking about. Uh, something more up your alley. Came out Friday, uh, Hell March yes. 29th. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be playing this tonight. Yeah. Tropico 6 for PS4, PC, uh, Xbox One from uh, Calypso Media. Yeah, so um, the Tropico games, uh, obviously there's been quite a few of them. Um, mm-hmm. This is... Uh, I'm actually trying to look into it really quickly right now. Um, it was handed off by Calypso, the publisher, to a new series. This was uh, developed by Limbic Entertainment, German game developer that is known for uh, Might and Magic games. Hey, Holy shit. Might and Magic's huge. That's dope. I did not realize yeah. that's what they had done. Talk about so, um, Yeah, so, uh, you know, previous Tropico games, I believe... All of them had been from the same studio. Um, Heimamont Games. You say Heimamont? So I'm looking into that. Hyman Games? <laughs> what? No, they started with Tropico 3. So they did 3, 4, and 5. I think, uh, like, Tropico 5 was not super beloved. Mm. Which is okay. kind of sad. I, I don't know. But, um, yeah, it's, uh, you know, trying to pass it off to a new group to kind of see what they can pull off with you know a known property sure um it did get pushed back a little bit uh so originally this was going to be coming out in uh at the end of january it got pushed back to the end of march so hopefully that's made a good uh, change like i said i'll be playing it shortly to find out the main uh like major differences that they were talking about was um unlike in previous games where you were on one large island with maybe a couple little outcroppings in this you're playing in an archipelago so a lot more realistic to the caribbean type setting there's not a, i mean like there's one big island in the in the caribbean it's cuba <laughs> so right these games you can definitely do like a cuba style playthrough but you know it's a lot more realistic to be like you know working on a, a group of smaller islands and even cuba has outlying islands i mean mm-hmm just be realistic here but uh yeah you're going to be customizing um your individual uh you know you're still playing the role as el presidente so um each 
uh, well, another big change is that each individual citizen is fully simulated. It's kind of getting closer to like the Sim City or um, you know City Skylines type model, where yeah, it's good. it's in the past things would just kind of happen and you could like click on a house and it was like okay in this house there are six citizens and these are them yeah. and you can look at each individual one in that menu but in this game they're going to be like walking around and they each have their own opinions and shit and if you do certain things you can have an effect on what your people are up to like on an individual level and then individuals can get together kind of organically and cause revolts of their own and things like that okay so um should be really cool yeah uh like I- Man, I'm always interested in these kind of games because, like, it's one of those things, like, again, it's it's not for everyone. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> and I, I just, I, it's I not appreciate even like, it so um, much. Yeah, it's not even for, like, necessarily for City Builder fans. No. So, like, this is something that I compare a lot to um, coming out. So, obviously, City Skylines, that's the modern. Um, coming out later this year is Anno uh, 1800. Yep. Which, by the way, got moved to uh, Epic Games Store. R.I.P. God damn it. Um, that's fine with me. I'm gonna get it there. Damn. But uh, yeah, so they got moved over to the Epic Games Store. Um, so that is like a much more realistic. Like this is absolutely what we're doing right here. This is the game. Damn, those ads get you, huh? I clicked the wrong spot. Yep. So um, you know, bad. Tropico kind of has a more humorous tone. It's not going for extreme realism. Um. So, you know, it, it's kind of more of like a kind of fuck around, see what you can do, kind of have fun, do your own thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think it looks really good. Excited to play it. And I'll report shortly if uh, it was worth it or not. Cool. Cool. All right. So we're just going to run down a few honorable mentions, games that we yeah. know that we missed. Um, well, yeah, we'll start with that one. Uh, Generation Year Zero. Um, we yeah. played the build on that wherever that build happened to fall they didn't really tell us i don't think yeah Um, i don't know like it seemed like it was far away from being complete yeah we were talking a bit before the show and i I was like this felt like it was something that was like a spring 2018 build that we were playing at the end of last year Mm. and they didn't tell us that so it's like here's the game i hope you like it and it like honestly it was boring um I mean, we made it fun, I think, for, like, each other, kind of, because we're just dumb yeah. and we do that kind of shit. Right. Um, but there were three kind of enemies. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of walking, a lot of just looking through houses. Need Like, you didn't need to look through any of these houses. And not only that, but again, it kind of had a similar trap to, like, uh, Metro Exodus, where it's like, you can go explore, but we're not really going to reward you. Right. Like, there wasn't really any reason. Like, we were exploring these houses and shit, but there was nothing in them. You know? Right. So, I mean, that... You know, that ended up popping up. Um, I, don't, I don't even know when that came out. Um, but, yeah, if you have no idea about the game, uh, you're one of the survival... You're, like, one of the guys that survived basically, like, a big robot uprising. Um, and you have this huge area to explore... Um, and you know you're trying to just you're just trying to survive um, and it, like where do you think this setting was I it, it had it had oh it was like uh, northern Sweden or something yeah yeah and if you had to like pick a spot that you could relate it to 
it kind of has like a main feel to it mm-hmm. like if i had to pick a place um that people in the u.s would understand, would understand of course yeah um north dakota but it has a lot of like underground uh like bunkers yeah so it, it's i don't know the game was interesting to like sit down and play the 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 character style like of character customization and items and stuff reminded me of friday the 13th which is mm-hmm. weird um and graphically it reminds me of friday the 13th okay but the environment is a little yeah. more robust um okay so that came out that was a thing yeah i don't know i still i mean if what we played has was anything to go off of it has a long way to go i agree um this could be maybe something to check out in a few months maybe see if they drop a couple free dlc packs um but yeah i mean interesting for what it is sure um one of the other ones that we missed um i'm just kind of popping trailer to trailer so we'll probably get some ads in here for you know here and there uh but power ranger battle for the grid um that is like uh Mortal Kombat with Power Rangers, right? Yep. Cool. Um, uh, Very simplistic, I think. Yeah, very simplistic. Has a pretty good range of uh, Power Rangers, though. So, I think that was... Yeah, I've heard one of the main complaints is how few characters there are. Really? I I thought it had, like, it branched a lot of them. Yeah, well, but but I mean, like, it branched a lot of shows. Yeah, that's definitely true. So, it didn't have, like, three from the same show. It had, like, one from each show. So you're getting, mm-hmm. or maybe like two from one show, and then the rest are all like from each show. Um, right. I imagine it got just completely destroyed in mm-hmm. like reviews. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. But I, I don't know. Like, what was the price tag on this guy? It's like twenty bucks. It might be worth twenty bucks. Big fan. If you're a sure. big fan, this is twenty bucks is fine. But I, I don't get. Like why did why would you go this route though? Nah, if you're making something Power Rangers oriented, like it's easy to make. <laughs> I, yeah, it, it is. It's very easy to make. That's a that's the only reason. That's the only reason. But like I don't know. Is this is this like if this does well, maybe we'll make like something different and better? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if I look at this and this does well, it's like okay, people like Power Ranger fighters. I'm going to make another Power Ranger fighter, but this time with more and make it better. What if uh, what if right before Mortal Kombat, uh, the new game comes out, we find out that you can play as every Power Ranger? Yeah, exactly. That'd be crazy. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, I don't know. But what's Yeah, I don't know. This seems to be like, I feel like something Power Ranger, in the Power Ranger world would work really well with that kind of like that open world Naruto game that we've mentioned a few times. Mm-hmm. I mean, could you imagine being able to like like assemble all of the power rangers like you get to select like one of them and then like when it's time to form you know the big fucking robot all the other ones come out and you get to control the big robot i mean i don't know there's a lot of ways they can go with this i think a fighter is the weird way because why would all the power rangers be fighting each other yeah i don't know and there's like not enough characters to have like heroes versus villains yeah because like just to have like a normal fighter team you pretty much have to have rangers killing rangers yep you know what i mean yeah so it's weird kind of weird um yeah i I don't know it is what it is um 
actually see. We'll pull up, uh, what is that? MLB 19 Road to the Show? Uh, that's a lot. Yeah, that's... MLB 19... MLB The Show 19. Um... Um, yeah, it's, uh... Road to the Show, I think, is their behind-the-scenes thing. Oh, my bad. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that from what I've heard, um, this is really... I mean, I've heard... Honestly, I've heard, um... Kind of people in the industry that are more interested in sports games, which is definitely not us, saying that this might be their game of the year. Yeah. Um... It's like, holy shit. You know, they... they... Man, with these sports games, they do keep opening up. And mm. I don't know if it's good or bad because I don't play them. Um, yeah. But you see games like this or games like like uh, the um, NFL games. You see, or, you know, like Madden. You see it with hockey and even like wrestling. Uh, mm. They keep adding like the behind the scenes stuff. It's not just about the sport anymore. It's about how the sport comes together and how people are added to the team and how people are traded and what the players do in like their like off time mm-hmm. and that's kind of interesting i guess but the question for me is like for someone who doesn't play does that take away from like the actual game yeah it's not all about uh baseball anymore at that point it's like a lifestyle sim about someone who plays baseball. Yeah, I don't know. So, I, I don't know. It, I, I, I can't make heads or tails of this because it's not something that I'll ever play. Uh, baseball just isn't for me. Um, yeah. So, you know, it, it would be interesting to get, like, some real uh, feedback on that. So, it, it, you know, if we have anyone that listens that is into the show or the sports game, you can, like, shed some light on, like, is it making it better? Uh, let us know what you think over on Twitter. Yeah, sure. Uh, cool. And yeah, the last uh, last big I think game release that we would be kind of dumb to skip. Uh, One Piece World Seeker came out in uh, I guess like the mid March. Yeah, um, I think again this is one that uh, Grim ended up playing, and he did not have it very long. Yes. Uh, so I don't know what he ended up like thinking of it or you know really like doing with it he like i never got any feedback on it um Mm. but it it looked interesting i think i think i i think i look like when he talked about it he's like you know i when it came time to play it i was like he said that he couldn't be bothered so it's like Mm. okay um so i guess it just wasn't interesting to him um but it does have an interesting look the way the character moves around, like some of the areas look really cool. Um, I'm not a big One Piece guy, so no, yeah, it doesn't it, like it's not something that I would go out of my way to play. Mm-hmm. So that might that might be different if I like, like if I started watching the show now and you know really got caught up in this next year and this game was still, you know, if I saw it on sale, I'd be like, okay, let me try it out, and right. I might like it. So this could be really good for the core fan. Um, which I'm not sure if Grim is. I never heard him talk about it. I know Pasty's yeah. a big fan. Um, okay, like, that's kind of cool. He like he even like he got a ferret like a year or two ago, and he named it after the main character. What's his name? Like Yiffy or something? Luffy. Like Luffy. Monkey D. Luffy. It's Luffy. Yeah. Um. Huh. So yeah, 
I know he's a big fan. I had never heard him mention the game. So, yeah. neat. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I'm definitely not a fan of One Piece. Yeah. Although I think it is the best-selling uh, manga of all time, I think. Is it? Series. Yeah, yeah. I know it sold more than Naruto. Yeah. Which is, like, shocking in the U.S. Like, I, I'm like I'm kind of surprised that something like... like I imagine that would be, like, Dragon Ball. You would think Dragon Ball, yeah. Like, um... Like Gundam or something, you know, like something like yeah. like, um, like Full Metal Alchemist or you know something along the lines. Well, of the that, issue with a lot of those is that they have a very small amount of content compared to fucking thirty. Uh, this and Naruto, which were releasing every what two weeks for like fifteen years. Yeah, I something like that. I couldn't even fathom. Like I, I missed a large chunk of Naruto. And then Baruto yeah. start, Baruto started like becoming just coming out weekly mm. on Toonami again, and I was like, right. "I'll start at the beginning the of that." Fuck? I, I'm not gonna like, go back and watch any of that bullshit that I missed. I completely yeah. missed characters who died, and yeah. I'm bummed out that they died. Yeah, when you're later, like, "Hey, wait a minute, where is so and so?" And it's uh, just like, "Oh, dude, he died in like episode two nine seven eight three point six. Yeah. Yeah, like, like the there's fuck? a major one in there that I don't even want to mention because it bums me out. Yeah, and I, I feel like you know exactly who I'm talking. about. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I know who you're talking about. I post like, but yes, I post I post a picture of him with Naruto the other day, with guns Rose coming up. out of his eyes. Fucking guns coming out of his nuts. Um, but uh, yeah, but yeah. Uh, so that's pretty much what what you know what we missed. If there is something like I said at the top of this that you think that we should have thrown in here. For the past month, um, you know, let us know over on Twitter at Mammoth Games Inc. I can't think of anything else. I mean, there. This is not a big time of year to release stuff. I guess. Well, it is sort of, but not really. It was set to be really big, like a lot of shit. Everybody started moving around. Yep. Yeah. So I mean, this month we have uh, um, that zombie game uh, for PlayStation. What is it again? Days Goon. Yeah. Um, at this point, I'm like, I don't even know. I don't even know if I'm interested. Um, yeah, I don't know. I've heard actually really, really good things about it. Because I know people that were seeing it really early were not huge fans. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, boy, this sounded pretty rough. And a lot of people have said, hey, going back to it, it's really good. It's improved in a lot of ways. I really like what I'm seeing. Um, and I'm over here like, cool, zombie. Got it. Yeah, it's like... But, you know, we've done this before, I feel like. I'm over here like, let me see Turtle Rock's new game. Yep. Ah, fuck. Which we're not going to mention today. Getting caught by that ad again, so. You know. They get you every time. Is it the same ad? No, it's a different one. I was just trying to load up some Days Gone gameplay while we, you know, kind of stalled. Yeah. I didn't look for... Talk shit about it? Yeah, I, I didn't look for any, like, alpha beta demos, trials, freebies. I really wanted to get back into our... Um, yeah. Into our flow. There... There, I mean, you can go back and like drop something like Path of Exile that I mentioned previously mm-hmm. into that category, but I really look at that. It's like we're <laughs> getting two games with PlayStation Plus now. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, you know, you might see a few things pop in there that would have went into that category before. So we'll see if that right. category really stays around. Yep. All right. Well, um, I guess it's the time. Let's get into the monthly yeah, we're news. Gonna hit the uh, we're gonna look at the nudes. 
basically in chronological order, although that's not necessarily true. Yeah, I mean, um, we kind of tried. Um, but some yeah, of and we stuff. cut out a lot of, like, smaller stories. I mean, we've we've commented on stuff as small as, like, hey, this director got signed to work on this thing in the past. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not going to be doing that here, obviously. Um, we're going to hit the really big stuff and things that caused, like, sort of shakeup in the industry, which, again, really hasn't been a lot. It hasn't been as much as you would think in, like, March, which is, like, a fucking large month. Yeah. So, um, um, yeah, we're going to start out with... Uh, I guess rumors are true that there is going to be a Xbox One uh, digital-only system. That's interesting. Um, um, discless. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel like this is exactly where they wanted to go. Yeah, I think they wanted to go this way even sooner, and they just couldn't swing it. Yeah, I, I think they were they were forced to go the direction that they, and that's the reason for their. Mm like weak generation um right. they were forced to go this direction by sony uh you know what was that now six eight years ago damn when sony was just straight <laughs> up like hey not only remember when xbox was not gonna allow you to play pre-owned games yeah yeah do you, do yeah. you remember how big of dicks sony damn sony was like <laughs> oh you can play sony was like not only can you play pre-owned games on our system but we're not gonna sell new games bitch it's only pre-owned over here yeah they, like they were such dicks about it like <laughs> this is how you share a game hands it to him thank you it's like you didn't have to be that yeah, much dude. of an asshole you chose to do that they came in hot and heavy dude yeah that was like that was the final blow I feel like yeah. that was the yeah. hit that did Xbox in for this generation. And you can bet you Well, they really learned. I think they really learned from the 360 and PS3 era when the PS3 was coming out and Sony's like, oh, well, you know, we know that our our players are going to be more invested in the better tech and the more open operating system, uh, RIP. Uh, and, you know, like XYZ, like we have all these reasons that we know that people are going to buy our more expensive system with way all these extra features and shit. Because they care. And then, like, Xbox yeah. 360 ended up winning the generation. And then this time, they were like, hey, here's all this new technology we're putting in. It doubles as a media center. If you build your console around being a media center, you failed. Because that's what happened to the PS3. They were like, look, dude, we put in fucking Blu-ray discs into this shit. Like, yeah. you can run... This is a Blu-ray player. If you go buy a Blu-ray player at the store the day that the PS3 came out, PS3 was 600 bucks with a Blu-ray player. A Blu-ray player alone was a thousand bucks. Like, you know what I mean? It's totally weird. Yeah. And, you know, they really learned their lesson, not only, like, releasing early, because the 360 had, like, what, six months on the PS3 or something like that? Yeah. That it came out sooner. So, I mean, they really learned their lesson and just took out the fucking riding crop and beat Microsoft's ass. Yeah. I, I, and I would love to say they learned their lesson in general, but I feel like they but learned they may their not lesson. Have. It may have only been for one it's generation. It's one generation. Uh, because, yeah. I mean, they're getting to the point of, like, how bare bones can we make this thing so we can come out first, we can come out right. cheaper, and because that's how you win. Yeah. There's no other there's That's what no we've seen. Way. I mean, that's that's been true of, you know, VHS compared to Betamax. That's been true of DVD compared to whatever the fuck. And like it does, Blu-ray and it like ultimately um, HD. I feel like ultimately it hurts people like us who will buy yeah. the more expensive piece. Well, no, I mean it, it hurts everybody in general. Like the fact that there is a knockoff version 
uh, like it appears to be good because it's like, oh, I can get this cheaper with a few less features that I'm probably not going to use anyways. But that impacts every single game you play. Like all of your games are worse than they could have been because they have to run on worse technology. Right. You know? But like what I was saying is it, it's worse for us as players because we're buying into this maybe more expensive piece of machinery because there's that chance that if other people buy into this expensive piece of machinery, they're going to make really cool expensive things for this expensive piece of machinery that, mm -hmm. you know, can utilize different things that possibly the cheaper, more co you know, the more cost-efficient earlier release system couldn't do. But people are yeah. always going to go for that other one. And, I mean... I, I don't think that that was the case this generation. Yeah. I don't think that the Xbox had something over. I think they had something, but they took it away before it became a thing. Yeah. And PlayStation Probably. in the PS3 generation put it all out there, dick balls and all. And they're like, yeah. buy this. And then it failed ultimately anyway. So I think that was the difference. Like Xbox just kind of pulled back. So I think next generation... I. Xbox is going to be like, this is it. If they can't do that, they're going to take such a hard hit. Yeah. It'll be really bad for them. Um, and then finally, Kraft Mac and Cheese will come in with their mm. system, their console. The Kraft Box. Exactly. Ready to get cheese? Yeah. <laughs> Let's get cheese. Brought to you by Mountain Dew. Um, Brought to you by Mountain Dew Gamer Pass. And it's just like. I, I don't know. <laughs> like, like we laugh at that, but that shit could fucking happen. Like, we, oh, it's should, coming. we shouldn't joke about it. Uh, it's no fucking joke. This like, is no I'm still matter. getting, e I'm still getting emails for the Atari box. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, that's gonna come out. I bet. I, I laugh so hard every time because I know the interior of the box they're showing in that ad is fake. There's the, nothing. The exterior is fucking fake. It literally doesn't exist. It's like, well, there's at least a piece of plastic on the outside. Is there? On the inside. Looks like fucking CG it's to me. It's filled with hopes, dreams, and possibly a full shit from somebody at some company. That's yeah, really. You go to pick it up, and you're like, like, "Ooh, it smells like it's running hot." What is that? Smelling like a kind of like a bacony smell. And they're like, "That's my shit." It smells like burnt hair. Um, <laughs> but. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, this this is where I think Xbox wanted to go in general, and I think I think every I I, I feel like that this is a good alternative. Yeah. To. Like making just the thinner console, you know. Mm -hmm. I I always hated yep. like you have the bulky PS2, then you have this thin PS2, and the thin PS2 barely works. Like it would right. register it, like, fucking half the game overheats and like fucking stiff wind blows it off your bookcase or whatever. Yeah, so I'm like, don't do that shit. It was easier for me to like lug that thing back and forth to like friend's house and stuff. But mm. that still sucked. Um, so like, I like that. You have the one that's big. It's the home console that is for the person who wants to own games. And then you have the like lighter, maybe a little bit cheaper console where it only mm -hmm. does digital, you can't even go to the store and buy games. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Kind of weird. There's someone that's four people. Oh, I there's a like, lot of people that are going to like that. Yeah, yeah, I feel like that's, like, at this point, if you package that thing with a bigger hard drive, you're going to get 75% of gamers with that. Mm -hmm. I don't think, I think there's maybe about 25% of us left. Maybe, 
you know, 50. In between 25 and 50% of players, or, yeah, gamers, still buy their stuff physically. I, I, mm-hmm. I go back and forth, even on, like, my PS4. I'll buy, like, one... Di- it's like, do I really want to get up and change the disc? That's the different thing. The different... Uh, the thing that differs for me. It's like, do I... Yeah. Like... What other game am I playing right now? Does it have a disc that I have to have in my system? Or, you know... Because like, I'll, I'll always have a disc in my system. So, like, I can keep the division in my, in my system now. And if I were to buy, like, Sekiro, I would buy it digitally. Just so I didn't have to swap between discs. That's why I'm yeah. Um But, yeah, I feel like that's not... I feel like that people who buy the game physically are a lower percentage than people who buy digitally at this point. Oh yeah, so, that's definitely true. Yeah. What up, GameStop? <laughs> R.I.P. Uh, just real quick, we don't have a news story for this or anything, but uh, Sony has said that they're going to stop allowing GameStop and other physical retail stores to sell digital codes for their stuff. I did see that. Just uh, just gift cards. You can still buy like playstation credit or whatever but that'll be it you won't be able to buy like a direct game code for whomever i think that's so they can have greater control of their codes because there's really no other re- like it's not like gamestop makes a big cut on like your fucking you know if you walk in and ask for a digital copy of whatever they just like they print it out and they make like two cents on it yeah yeah it's it's you know what i mean yeah it's, it's enough to cover the fucking receipt pa- tape paper but that's it yeah pretty much it um and it like a lot of people were asking, like, like, what was the point? Why would people? Yeah, who the fuck do was our, Who was doing this anyways? And it is a gr- like sell six of them a year. That's a great point, but yeah. at, you know, as people that work there, the people who yeah, did that are the guys who maybe didn't have a card to put on file. Thought it was yeah, more or, of a hassle you know, to buy the, the the points or whatever. You have to buy. You know, they would buy a, They would buy the code for someone as a gift or something. Yeah, it's it. It was useful, and you could get pre order bonuses with that code. Right. So that was useful in the sense of like, I didn't like what PlayStation was offering. I don't want to get the disc. I want the di- like. There there was a reason. And it might seem a little outlandish, and even if you're not into pre-ordering, I mean, you still mm. got to recognize some people do want to pre-order the game. They want maybe a specific pre-order, and they don't want it physically. That's where that comes in. It, it, yeah. it is a small niche, but um, it is surprising that they're finally going to be done with that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's cut that shit off. So, uh, speaking of maybe learning your lesson... Well, no, this is unrelated. But Microsoft is bringing Xbox Live to iOS and Android, um, as well as, you know, in the past we reported on Switch. Um, They're also working on enhancing their game creation ecosystem for developers. Um, This is going to be important to them, I think. Yeah, I think, like, this is Microsoft trying to get, like, their, you know, kind of early experimentation into just ditching the console right yeah it's like hey we're just gonna stream and we're just we're gonna publish we're gonna stream and we're going to allow people that are developing shit to be on all these platforms with us so we get our little fucking cuddy roo on the back right yeah and they're they're creating good relationships with people that would seem to be enemies in the past um yeah so you know that's that's a smart move it does like like from my perspective, it does seem like weak 
Mm. And I know that's kind of like fucked up to say, but I feel like the only reason they're doing it is because they're not in Sony's position right now. Yeah. They wouldn't be doing this if they were in Sony's position. Yeah, there's I don't think so. there's no way like yeah. like if if they would if if they would have Sony would be doing it right now. You know what I mean? And mm. Sony had to be kind of like strong armed into like making some of this stuff work. So. Yeah. I mean, I, I might be wrong, and there are people out there that would be like, yeah, you're wrong. Uh, but that's my opinion. I don't think that they would be fucking with Nintendo if they were in the lead. I think they'd be like, Nintendo? You mean the guys in, like, eat last my place? my whole ass. Yeah, yeah. They would be like, eat my whole ass. Like, don't even, like, fuck left around. Left cheek, right cheek, left cheek, right cheek, left cheek, right cheek. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I, I, I do like it, though. Um, it, it, it's good for them to mm-hmm. like get this outreach it shows their community that they're like willing to work with other people to get them the best experience they can on their console yeah. and you can do this stuff everywhere and that's that's cool yeah it'll be interesting to see what kind of uh thing they bring to mobile yeah it'll be interesting to see yeah um it'll probably historically regular like triple a game publishers are typically like extremely dumb on mobile yeah yeah EA. so we'll have to see where that goes um yeah we look at it interesting um yeah whatever i mean it's not something right. that i'm gonna be like crazy into i i don't think i think most gamers yeah, will not. feel the exact same way yeah. like we don't want to play like a you know like a lesser version of something that we can play at home mm-hmm. you know what i mean we want to play the thing that we can play at home, we want to take it with us. If we can't do that, we want to connect to it somehow. Yeah. So, you know. Hmm. All right. So Google had a thing. Yeah, they, this was. Uh, they had like a big. Um, what was that at GDC? GDC. Yeah, this right year. before GDC, I guess. Yeah, I think it kind um, of was just before. Okay, so yeah, Google went ahead and announced their streaming project that they've been working on this last year with uh, the new Assassin's Creed game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be called Stadia, which I think is pretty bad. Yeah, is that a good name? Uh... Um, okay, if this was a streaming platform, Stadia works. Right? Sure. Because it's like a stadium full of people watching you play. Yeah, okay. As a, as a streaming to your console, not streaming from your console to the world to look at, I don't know if that works. But that, but it is one of their main features is I'm streaming this game. I don't want to explain where to go to buy this. Drop a link to my stadium yeah. of people so they can see me playing. Well, there's a lot of stuff. I mean, like it, it's uh, directly linked, obviously, with Google. Obviously. <laughs> so you can be like... Google, show me how to find this fucking treasure chest, and it'll go dig it up on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, it uh, obviously links directly to YouTube. It's going to work great with Android because that's mostly Google. Yep. Um, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, uh, they they have a lot of options. Like, I, I did like what I was seeing when they were like, "You can play this on PC, at, you know, sixty frames per second, and it looks beautiful." And then you can pop this over, and you can just continue playing it right on your tablet. Or mm. you can take it with you and play it on your phone. Or you can swap it to your laptop. Or, you know, stream it to your, like, TV. Like, yes. there's, I mean, there, there's a lot of options. And it is, uh, what they were showing was 
just drop in, drop like just drop in. Like it was seamless. Mm-hmm. Your character is standing in one place with the breathing animation, people walking around, and then they switch to the phone and the characters in the middle of the exact same animation picking up. There was no latency of what they were showing. Now I guarantee yeah. you there will be latency. <laughs> From what I've heard, there everybody that played it at the event was saying they were having latency issues. Yeah, um, I mean that's that's at a controlled event, you know, event in fucking San Francisco. Yeah, so we're talking peak performance, right? This, this is the good best that they could possibly run. show off. Um, right. So now, obviously, this is something that like as the like world continues to exist, as long as we avoid some kind of like uh, total nuclear annihilation. The internet's going to slowly get better, right? I mean, hopefully, that's that's basically been true already, although not in every case. And it, there's not really a reason right now to assume that internet speeds are going to slow down. But like, we're not going to be at a point where we can stream things with from a server farm in Wisconsin to me in Ohio with with less than ten millisecond latency, right? Right. Which is, you know, once you start getting into like 60, 70, 80 milliseconds, it starts to be really noticeable. Yeah. And if you're talking, it's 10 milliseconds from my controller to their server and then 10 more from their server to me. Little tiny spikes like, you know, kids getting home from school and getting on the internet. You're going to really feel that shit. Like, it's not really acceptable. Uh, We don't know how much it's going to cost. We don't know how you know transactions are going to work am i getting do i pay monthly to have access to a list of games or do i buy an individual game we don't know yeah yeah the way that they were laying it out is like it'll be like a streaming service where you have access to something like uh um like game pass or you know something of the sort um that's Mm. the way that's the way i took it i think that's the way a lot of people took it um this is where uh, we don't have all the information Right. Sure. This is where uh, Jade Raymond appeared. Um, this she she left uh, what uh, the EA, EA studio? Yeah, was it um, Motive that they specifically built for her? <laughs> yeah, Motive, right? Yeah. She when she had left Motive, I think we reported on that in like October or maybe yeah uh, September something like that. Um, she actually is heading up the uh, Stadia Games and Entertainment division. So God damn. Uh, they they have said that she's going to be making. Um, you know exclusive games so that's promising if there's something silver lining out of this it's that like she's a fan like she's a fantastic designer and developer yeah so uh you know whatever i mean everything that she's worked on in the past has done very well so like um hopefully it should stick with that like i could see um you know when when this drops I can see a lot of people buying in the first month to see if it works and then it not mm. working for them and then just like not buying it ever again. So I yeah. can pretty much guarantee that the first month they'll do well um, and then it'll kind of go to the wayside. This just, yeah, I, don't, it, I just don't think it's time. I, I don't even like this is definitely where the in, like the industry is definitely going this way. Microsoft is working on the extreme thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure PlayStation's, you know, they've been looking at various like streaming technologies for a while. Um, it's just not there. Right. Like, you know? like, like if, if this was the next thing, why didn't PlayStation now work? Yeah. Um, you know, so like, what, what, what kind of, what kind of like, 
like internet do you have? Like what kind of like meg like megabit line? I have hundred megabit. Okay, you have a hundred. I'm supposed to be able to get four hundred. Realistically, right. I get probably on a good day one twenty. Twenty. One twenty. <laughs> um, yeah. Usually, I'm looking closer to fifty. And it's like when Damn. they tell you what you get, it's like we achieved that number one time. And not only that, but like um, you're like, so what's the uh, like checkmyspeed.net or like the Ookla speed test? Yeah, speed test. Um, the internet browsers prioritize that traffic. Like they know where you go and check your speed. So that's fake. Yeah. It, it, e- even that number is not true because that's that's the prioritized speed. You can't even. So if you run it like if you run that like 30 or 40 times in a row, you might get a realistic number, but you can't really trust it. Yeah. If you were to take like an average, maybe. Yeah. Um, you, but you, you can't even trust something like your PlayStation to tell you because that even caps out. Yeah. Like PlayStation to the PlayStation servers is limited to like 30 or 40 meg or something. Yeah. Like I think that. it's right around 40. Um, so I have pulled yeah. like 70 really before like that. and that was kind of wow. crazy. Um, Delicious. but that was probably just in that like one instance. Yeah, they I, had just rebooted a server, and you were the first one on it. Yeah, I, I could have checked a minute <laughs> later, and it would have been, like, three. Um, right. Just because everyone got on that server, and then it died. Um, right. So, the, the, the tech is just not there yet. Yeah, well, that's what I'm getting at. This is not going to be for, you, yeah. know, Joe, you know, Joe Schmo in Tennessee. It's not going to be right. for, you know, anybody in any of the Dakotas or middle of the, like, the, like center of... The United States. Yep. And I sure as hell don't think it'll be for anyone outside of the United States. Um, oh, I mean, like, uh, yeah, since it's Google, that'll be tough. I mean, like, Europe has got, like, really good internet. I mean, Asia has really good internet compared to what we have. Really? Okay. I, yeah, South Korea. I believe uh, in South Korea you can get uh, um, gig down plans. Fuck. Like, two, three gig plans for, like, 40 bucks a month. That's what I remember hearing. That's nuts. Well, it's everywhere else in the world, it's considered a utility. Here, it's considered a luxury. Okay. So, take that to your fucking congresspeople. Yeah. You're, but, uh, you're fighting yeah, the wrong we're, fight. just, we're just not ready for this yet, I don't think. Um, I'll you agree, know? but I do think it, it'll be kind of cool to see people, um, in like the people that can do this, like checking oh, yeah, it out yeah, yeah. and looking at it and... Um, the controller seems super on par with every controller that we have. Um, yeah, it looks like a pro it, switch. Controller. It looks like a pro switch controller. Um, color scheme isn't bad. I mean, I would have rather mm. it been orange and like black, maybe with white buttons, sure. um, because white gets dirty. Um, but whatever, yep. that's not for me. It's going to be yellow pretty soon. It's going to be. It's going to be a nice. Dingy it's going to be brown yellow. if you get my hands on it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, <sighs> So, you know, we we don't we don't know enough about it. Uh, I'm sure yeah. we'll hear more about it as we continue, um, and you know, it'll be like it's not even something. I don't want to make fun of it yet, mm-hmm. um, because it could. It, I mean, this could be the first time it works. It, it could be the first time it works, but we'll be here for when it fails. Yep. So. We'll see what happens. There's going to be some great shit. I mean, there's also, like, there's just general issues with, like, um, I don't know. Apple made a bunch of announcements, and it was, like, really weird and, like, disconnected shit. Like, they announced 
uh, a, like a credit card, which seems like a fucking monstrous of them to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, but one of the things they were saying is they're they're going to make a program where um, certain games can opt in to be on this program, where it's games that normally you would pay for are free, mm-hmm. but the publisher is paid in amount of time that the person is spending on the game. So that is a major issue that we have to look at at the future with like game streaming and shit like that. Is that it's going to become YouTube. It's what's important is that you retain an audience, not that you make good content, right? For sure. Yeah. So like if the first 20 or 30 minutes or an hour or two hours or whatever of a game are not immediately hooking you in, why would you not just go to play something else? Sure. So that yeah. rules out all JRPGs. <laughs> like if we look at Google Stadia being a thing that you pay 10, 15, 20 bucks a month to have access to their entire Google Stadia library of games. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's issues that I've talked about in the past with any kind of online thing is that they could take away a game that you want and then suddenly you don't have that game and you're paying the money anyways, you know. Right. That's one thing. Yep. But not even looking at that, if this thing pays developers based on how much, like traffic. how long people play, what kind of retention that you have, the way that YouTube works, you're going to... I mean, that is not a fair and equitable... That's not an open market or whatever. Like, that caters to a specific type of game. A game that is a clicker game. That's why free games on mobile work the way that they do. That prioritizes games like Candy Crush. You know what I mean? Like, there's a reason that Candy Crush is super popular. It's not because people are dumb. It's because it works in an exact way to get exactly $5 from the average player. Because that's where the money is. And because the average player is dumb. So it's not that's just true, but it's that's not entirely why. Like that's not the you know, beginning part of what we're talking. That's about. not the first. Yeah, the the, the bigger <laughs> issue is that there there's a reason that microtransactions are prioritized. It's because they make more money. Fair, you know. Yep. If I can get thirty dollars out of a million people on microtransactions, that's better than getting sixty dollars out of people that buy my game and then there's no DLC, there's no additional cost, and you know. 20,000 people buy it because they're like, well, I only have 60 bucks this week, you know? So, I mean, we know that the shit, you know, there's ways to prioritize to make certain types of money in certain markets. It doesn't matter if somebody made the perfect mobile game for me, which is basically, you know, Nintendo makes a Pokemon game and it's entirely on mobile and it's built for mobile. Like if they charge 30 bucks, it will not compete against Candy Crush. No. It just can't. That's not what mobile's. That's not what the market has been designed to do. Yeah, I know? mean, mobile is a nickel and dime. Like, right. Pay so I mean, you know that's that's yeah that's yeah that's what it is. I mean, they nickel and dime their their player base, and that's how they make right. their money. And I mean, we are seeing that method move into console, but I, yeah, there's I mean, no way. Like we were talking about it before, like Civilization Six coming to like mobile like tablet and right. i'm like there is no fucking way right that there's no there's way. no way that it's successful it can't be successful i i don't even know if it is even possible to break even on that yeah because how much you know it's going to be pretty sophisticated intelligent mobile designers like you're not just having the guys that release this shit on pc turn around and release it on mobile you're going to need entirely different talent yeah to make this shit work so like you know, I, I don't even know if that is 
I don't know if it's even worth it to attempt. Yeah. But of everybody, I think Firaxis has done the best job. You know, they had the XCOM games come out on mobile and everything. So yeah, yeah. Apparently, it works out for them. I don't know how it does. I, I, do, I don't know how like has to be like okay, guys, we have to get you know three hundred sales. <laughs> That's realistic. You know? I mean, you can do that. Yeah. But yeah, it's it is weird. I mean, but at $60? it really raises a lot of questions. So like you know, if you look at you know, there's a lot of people in the world complaining about um you know facebook and youtube inspire conspiracy theories and shit and it's like yeah because it's engaging like facebook wants you to be on facebook as long as possible Mm -hmm. it doesn't give a shit what you're looking at it doesn't care if you're having fun it just wants you to be on yeah you know that's how they make their money and the same is true of youtube and the same is true of the google search engine and the same is true of twitter and all, all of the modern social media type stuff. And so like it, it's there is and there's a reason that these kind of things tend to lead to conspiracy theories and shit like that because that also happened to History Channel and Discovery Channel and it keeps your fucking eyeballs on it because even if you think it's stupid, you're looking at it. Right. It doesn't matter you know? what you think about it. It matters that you know about right. it. Right. And if you're insane, then you'll watch it for a hundred years because you think that somebody's reading the new Bible to you. You know what I mean? Right. Like, so and, you you get a big mix of people that are all gonna interact with your content, and then you just sold twenty million dollars in ad space. Yeah, and and that that's the difference between like failure and success with something like this. I mean, yeah, people can't generally go, okay, th- like if it's a brand new thing, like let's say the fucking Stadia, we're looking at it right now. Right. People aren't going to blindly go, oh, that's that's amazing. And they're going to migrate, over, like, on their migrate own. over on their own. No, you're going to have to exact... force them to do it, force them yeah. to be there. Facebook, you are forced to be there. You're basically right. It's basically Stockholm Syndrome at this point. You I mean, don't it's, have... the same beef as, um, it's the same beef as uh, the Epic Game Store. Right. People are all pissy about the Epic Game Store for good reason, I guess. But ultimately, the problem is... Hey, I already do this over here. Why should I go do it over there? Mm-hmm. So Epic has to do all this shit to drag your ass in, like give you a free dumbass game that came out 10 years ago. And, you know, get like, hey, the pre-orders are only going to go on for, on this store from now on, and you have to buy it here if you didn't already pre-order. And people, like, yeah, people make their own fun in places like when I'm thinking about like social media. Like Facebook yeah. isn't fun because, like, I don't, I don't think Facebook's fun in general. Mark Zuckerberg never made anything on Facebook that I'm interested in. Exactly. It's, you know it's, what I mean? Facebook is fun. <laughs> and I, Because I, of these dumbass idiots that you look at. Yeah, I'm not saying it because, you know, I mean, my ego is that big, but Facebook is fun because we're there. Right. That's the reason That's it's funny. Like, we can look, because, I can look like, at something stupid that you post, and I can go, That's hilarious, and share it with other people. That's why it's right. funny. So I, I post some dumb video of a guy falling down and hitting his nuts, right? Because uh-huh. that's, that's all the internet is. That's really. what and then you post a video for. of, like, a cat, like, shitting in a box weird. Uh-huh. It's, like, standing on its... It's, like, doing a handstand, and then it shits, and the shit hits it in the mouth or something. And then I post a video of a cat kicking a guy in the nuts, and we just went 360. Yeah, and now we have went full circle. We're dead. Right. We've died at this exactly. point. Exactly. And I, yeah, I've been dead a long time. And everybody's, everybody's like, seen it. So, I mean... That yeah. that's the reason Facebook has done things to keep people there, and I think one of the big things that they did was create groups. 
Mm-hmm. And I think yeah, groups are extremely groups popular. Now. Are the most important thing. It's not even like pages. It's not even like it's it's the groups of people who are generating their own content or found content mm-hmm. and posting. Yeah, they're not even generating content. See. Yeah, they're finding content they're, and sharing it. They're finding content on places like yeah. used to be Tumblr, but now it's Reddit um, and other you know CD places mm-hmm. on the internet and. You know they're sharing it there, and people are seeing this stuff for the first time. They, like a lot of the stuff I see on Reddit, I see it there about a week before I see it anywhere else. Yeah, and I I, I find that to be super interesting. Like like it's basically like what NeoGaf used to be. Yeah, Ashley will show me something, <laughs> and I'll be like, yeah, no, I saw it last week. It's really funny. I showed it to you, but you weren't paying attention. <laughs> and that happens that happens several yeah. times a week at this point. Yeah. Um, it, I don't know. It's it's interesting. So it's. Something like this can't be done by them just saying it has to be. They have we have to be like strong armed into it and then yeah. kind of held there against our will. Yep, uh, and it Steam, is kind of Steam uh, did that for a long time, didn't they? Yeah, I mean, Steam was like you know it came out of sort of nowhere. Um, it was really just a, the platform. Everybody used to have their own platform. Yeah, so like. When you played whatever, you had to log into that game's servers, and that was it. Yep. And then, uh, you know, like, Blizzard kind of made a unifier. Um, eventually, like, EA would go on to make a unifier that's like, okay, this just holds all of our games. Yeah. And then eventually, like, Steam was like, okay, we have all these Valve games. We have a couple games by, like, friends of Valve and, like, people that work at Valve now that used to work on this other game. So we have that game available, and then we have some classics. Let's just have a bunch more, and we'll like curate the games that come in. Yeah, you have to apply if you want to be on Steam, and we'll let you know if you make it or not, and we'll and make you know make call twenty percent. Yeah, make yeah. partnerships with other people too. Right, and, and then and uh, eventually it was like we're God now. We own ninety six percent of the all digital game traffic in, on the PC. Right, you know, and only recently has that really been challenged by you know in a very very small way like EA Origins. I wouldn't even consider that a competitor. But, you know, like, GOG, uh, Humble would, like, sell Steam keys, so not yeah, really an enemy. Yeah, but, not, like you know, it depends gross. on how you look at it, I guess. Yeah. But, um, yeah, now, like, the Epic Game Store, and it looks like some other companies are now coming out to try to take a bite out of that pie because they see that, like, the boss has been challenged, basically. Yeah, so it's like um, there's blood in the water. Right. So, it, you know, we'll see probably, like, three or four of these are going to stabilize and come out of it, and there's going to be a new giant, and then the same thing will happen again. Yes. You know, it's like, well, yeah, it's normal. Yeah, it, this is this is all normal. But they have to force your ass into it. But first. yeah, something like the city has to be. You, it will have to be forced on us. Yep. So and it will. Be. I mean, it, in I, I will say, probably closing remark. VR is in the exact same category. Oh yes, VR never caught on because they never got the killer app. Yeah, they never got. The and VR has done. Like, I mean, VR is obviously doing really well comparing to where it was and like it's made you know, the, stride for sure the psvr is now one of the top selling like game peripherals of all time or whatever but like that was also true of the fucking connect which was shit and everybody hated it so. i mean th- there are must th- must own things on like the psvr and there mm-hmm. are must play things on most of the vr that are available um yeah but they didn't ever get that thing that's like oh my god like they didn't get the water cooler game. Oh my god, did right. you hear about that game? Like, could you imagine if something like instead of like 
like imagine PUBG. Imagine if PUBG was released on that and only that. Well, yeah, and, there's questions because like, would would it have ever even blown up? Yeah, would it have blown up? Is the question. I don't know. But I mean, I, I don't know if something like that could sort like emerge and create. It mm-hmm. has to create something new. Yeah, and um, and emerge and be successful, and it can't be at the level of success like we're t- we're saying like uh, Activision success last year. This has mm-hmm. to be at some, like a success level of like like Fortnite proportion of like let's yeah. make battle royale, and now this is a thing. Even though they didn't make battle royale, and neither neither did the people they copied it from, or the people that the people they copied it from copied it from, like. Mm-hmm. It has to be at that that level, and I, I don't. And when you look at it like that, I don't think that this is going to survive. But it's still a cool yeah. idea, I guess. Yeah, and this is still like going to help shape the the business environment that's coming. Yeah, yeah. So that's fine. Cool. Um, All right. So let's get on to uh, some Yakuza news. Yeah. So um, Judgment, which was what Project Judge Eyes or whatever. Yeah, Project um, Judge something. So, extremely weirdly, um, like, in Japan, it's, like, super bad if somebody does cocaine. Okay, cool. I don't know, is that a weird thing? Like, it's it's such a bizarre, because I've been, like, (laughs) there's a lot of news around this. So, as it turns out, it's pretty It turns out you shouldn't do cocaine. You shouldn't do cocaine. So, basically, um, Sega announced, so basically, in the West, um, the, uh, they were looking at a possible delay. Um, apparently, they're—I don't know if they're altering the look of a character. It's—it's it's been super weird. I really don't understand. Like, um, but this basically this Japanese actor was discovered to have been like just blasting coke up his asshole. I guess. Cool. Okay. He was having somebody put it in a straw and blow it up his ass. Mm-hmm. That's, what's that from? That's from something. <laughs> Anyways, um, Our yeah. Uh, Pierre Taki, a member of the Japanese synth pop group Denki Groove Band. Okay. Yep. Uh, um, so basically, like, uh, he was arrested on possession and use of cocaine. And, like, uh, they pulled the game digitally and physically in Japan. Actor in movies uh, like Attack on Titan and Frozen. Uh, Shin Godzilla, as well as the Japanese dubbed voice of Olaf in Frozen. Hell yeah! So Olaf, um, Japanese Olaf, was blasting coke. He wasn't that made of snow. That carrot nose was filled, son. He wasn't made of snow. No, no. Yeah, that was not snow. Oh, uh, cool. It's so weird. That was that was uh, what are they? Nose clams. Yep. I've been watching a lot of It's Always Sunny lately. <laughs> uh, so oh, it's so bizarre the that they're like. Um, so this has actually happened specifically with Yakuza before. Um, Yakuza 4 <laughs> the Yakuza 4 remaster recast one of its four characters after accusations of cocaine use this guy wasn't even proven to be using coke dude it, okay it's I understand best. it's like it, it's. I've been trying to like figure this out and like I've heard different podcast people talking about it or whatever but it's like uh, it, so the Game Informer um, on the R take section here he's like okay dude the fucking creator of Rurouni Kenshin 
was caught with child porn and he served like six months Uh and he's right back out. Everything's fine. He still has deals with companies. He's like, it is more taboo and more career ending than possession of child pornography. Not an accusation. Shit. A proven possession. Um, he's like, this is absolutely bizarre and weird. I understand that there's a cultural difference, but I just do not understand this. Like, dude, if you had to cut out every person that was using Coke in the U.S., first of all, we would have no economy. There would be no money. <laughs> There'd be no business people. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No bankers. Nobody doing loans. Nobody buying stocks. That would not exist. If you had to cut out every actor... That was doing cocaine. We or wouldn't every even movie have that Hollywood. had a producer. We would have no Hollywood. We would be running just Bollywood at this point. It would just be. We Bollywood. would not even have Bollywood for they sure. Would... They're blasting cocaine. Man, I don't know. I feel like they're pretty straight laced. Have you seen these dudes? I've seen the movies. <laughs> and they're pretty poor. I mean, they ha- it's not poor because of a lack of energy, though. You know what I'm saying? WWE so, would still so be so weird. Strong. That's fair. Yeah. They test that shit. Hulk Hogan's. Uh, it's it's so weird. Like, um, like. I don't know. It's it's so bizarre. So, like I mean, this they completely. I mean, imagine not only did they say, "Hey, you know what? We're going to slightly alter this character. Um, you know, we don't want it to resemble and sound exactly like this guy anymore because you know that's bad influence on kids or whatever. It's not cool to do drugs, right, kids? But like, they completely pulled the fucking game. That's big. So like, they're gonna they're gonna redo that entire thing and then make new gold masters and release those. Like it's so weird. It's it's crazy that they found literally nothing. Yo, Kevin Spacey's still in movies. Was, yeah, found nothing on him. And they But he for sure did coke. <laughs> that he used a straw for the drugs. There was no straw. They didn't find a straw, right? Well no, they found a, a South Korean bill that they think that he snorted with. But like he definitely, they detected it in his system, which, you know, I'm not, like, I will apologize for a lot of shit, but, like, no, nah, they found it, dude. <laughs> yeah. I, like, but it's, even then, it's like, dude, who gives a shit? He's not dealing. Yeah. He's not hurting anybody. He's not dead Other yet. than his own nose. He's still alive. Yeah. If he dies from a drug overdose, then that's his business. Like, I don't, maybe it's because in the U.S. we just, like, drive by, like, dead heroin bodies all the time. So I've been desensitized. Well, it's but usually like, someone being dude, pumped back to life, but... Yeah, you just crack, like, 96 uh, fucking... Uh, They're cracking nar- Narcans, Narcans like, like Red Bull. Yeah, no, they crack Narcans the way my dad cracks Red Bull on the way to work. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking brutal. <laughs> Your dad, I feel like, in the morning carries three or four cans with him. Yeah. Like a small Couple. trash bag of Red Bull. You know they sell. You know why they sell them in four packs is because my dad was always buying four at a time, and they were like, "What the fuck? Let's just do it." <laughs> he he drinks a trash bag full of Red Bull every day with a straw. Yeah, cocaine straw. That's why it's very strange. It's so, really weird. Like it's the to derail your game this much is insane, dude. So for the moment, it says that the original post that it's was still set for the twenty first. Um, Sega has announced that Judgment release day in the West is unaltered and that the game is still coming out on the 25th. Yeah, we'll see. So, I, I, I don't know. I mean, like, what could they do at this point aside from just pull the full game and re... You know what I mean? Like, redo the character or whatever. Yeah, they're going to redo that character. I mean, I think they're going to make it just not look quite... It looks exactly like him. So they're going to change it a little bit, probably. 
and have a different voice actor do all those lines real quick. That's a lot of work. That's a lot of work, dude. Yeah. I mean, the animation doesn't really matter. The body will actually never matter. Um, but it's just that head, and that's the most important like, fucking just part of a character. That's all, and that's hard to that, look at the detail in this son of a bitch. There's a lot of work that you ha- that goes into, like you have to do the low res, you have to do the high res, which is the high res sculpt. You have to make sure it's like yep. it can malform and that there's no yep. deformation abnormally. You have to lay the hair, the teeth have to work. It's it's a lot of fucking work to just mm. change the face, and that's not even talking about going into the studio and recording all new lines for this asshole. Yeah. So it's it's something. Um, I don't know. We'll see what happens with this. Uh, they, Very they, weird. They wouldn't just remove the lines, right? And Oh, I'm pretty sure he's vital to the story. I mean, yeah, they wouldn't just remove the lines and when he was was supposed to talk, just drop in subtitle, right? They would leave it in until they fixed it, I don't it, know. Right? Yeah. They're going to brown bag his head and drop in, like, no voice and it'll just be text. It's like the fucking uh, Google voice. Yeah. I told you not to drop off that bag of Mary Joanna at the apartment. I will destroy you if you ever cross me again. He was like, I was just getting into character. Okay. Yeah, really. So, you ke- apparently, apparently in in like South Korea, it's not cool to try to really get into character for mm. a, a video game. So, you know, just in case you're all put in that position, don't do it. Ironically, he's in trouble because he was making those lines disappear. Am I right? Hey, now all those lines. Hey, forget about it. Um, uh, there apparently <laughs> some places are thinking that he might be able to have like a redemption arc in the Japanese media, but sure. it's gonna be tough. Yeah, he, he'll just so weird. he'll just move to the United States and be held a hero. Dude, when you fucking in the U.S., when you get found out that you were doing coke, you get like a fucking raise. <laughs> yeah, they give you more money. They're like, oh, you do coke. I mean, there's. They're like, wait a minute. There's actually. Do you want another couple projects? There's actually a jacket that I think a lot of people wear. That's like, tunnel snakes rule. Tunnel snakes do. They work. request you to do coke yeah. in the U.S. Yeah. They're like, yo, dude, you've been kind of sleepy lately. I don't know. You got these like circles in your eyes. Do you think uh, you can come into the bathroom, do a quick bump with Just me, and then also I'm gonna need you to give me a blowjob. <laughs> do a bump off my ball. Do a bump off my boner like the fucking jockey. I've been watching a lot, people. Oh, man. Okay, let's move the fuck on. So, CD Projekt Red had a little bit of information uh, thrown around across the month. Um, And, like, they did some weird stuff right out of the gate. I remember they were like, hey, uh, I think it was, like, maybe it was, like, Mercedes-Benz or something. They're like, Mm. hey, we really love your choice in music for this ad that you did. Like, maybe we could talk. It's like, that's interesting. Why, why would they be doing that? So, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know where that's going. That's kind of a smaller thing. But one of the yeah. bigger things, um, they, did a, they did a full rundown of the company's, uh, like, 2018. And yeah, their earnings, that, their, their, what they were working on. And what, what it was leading to is saying, like, E3 2019 will have mm. to be the most important thing that the company's done in its history. Because... It could possibly be the last E3 before the game comes out. Yeah. Um, it, who knows when it's going to, uh, you know, officially drop? But I mean, they have their stuff, other irons in the fire. Um, but they, uh, you know, 
so it's like some of the highlights that we're looking at here, Witcher 3 is still selling incredibly well. Uh, Throne, oh, yeah. uh, Throne Breaker has generated 28.6 mil for 2018 compared to the 28.6 mil net of 2017. Yeah, um, so Thronebreaker and The Witcher 3 have done what just Witcher 3 did last year. And that's incredible. Um, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. To, yeah. Like, maintain is... Yo, this is, this is fucking brutal right here. So there's been some reporting that GOG is in trouble. Uh-huh. GOG only generated $7,800 in profit. Mm. $7,800 in a year for a storefront. That's not great. GOG's kind of fucked, right? I would say so. Um, I mean, they've also made a bunch of, like, really, like, bad, like, marketing decisions that have gotten them in a lot of trouble. Yeah. Um, they were very much in the line of, like, uh, the fucking, those dudes at uh, Deep Silver, or, um, parent company, THQ Nordic, mm-hmm. going on fucking nine gag. Similar issues. Yeah. Um, so, they have revealed that Cyberpunk 2017... 2077- 2077's marketing has reached over 250 million people through their own channels. Um, That's really big. Like, and E3 last year did that for them, I feel like. Uh, They walked away with over 100 awards last year from E3 alone. Mm -hmm. Um, And they've also purchased a a new office building that's just next to their existing offices, which should allow them to hire 250 to 300 more developers, which we saw a little information about what earlier this week right they were even talking about like mass hiring they're looking to pick up like 200 new people um Mm. so that's pretty pretty big um but one of the things that was like i think most interesting um i mean you can actually go and check it out the cd project uh like they have like a a financial year 2018 uh, fiscal results with full um, commentary in English. Uh, so, I mean, it's a little hard to listen to, but you can see the numbers that they're working with, um, you know, and, and like what, like this is, it, the, the kind of reason that I bring it up is because it's one of the more important companies. Mm-hmm. You know, this isn't like just... Like, I don't know. It isn't one of these small, like, I don't want to say smaller companies because there's a lot of big companies, but this is a bigger company that you can put a little bit of, like, faith into. Yeah. So it's kind of like put some stock into these guys. Um, It looks like they talked a little bit about, uh, like, some new Gwent stuff. Um, Who else? What else went down? Because I didn't watch this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually just kind of learned about it as we were like starting up the show. Like, oh, there was like a full link that just kind of like oh, yeah. showed off some more stuff. Um, and and they talked about. I think they talked a little bit about like what the projected twenty nineteen was looking mm-hmm. like. What they were like. This is what we kind of expect. Um, but most interesting was uh, like a few weeks ago they were talking about um, that they, they were saying that the CD Projekt Red plans on plans to release another they plan on releasing two games by 2021 and several mm-hmm. sources um, including Forbes and VG247 have announced that it's going to be two triple A games by 2021 mm-hmm. so this got us talking before the show 
And it's like, what could two AAA games releasing by 2021, yeah, what could that be? Cyberpunk. There's really only a couple options. Okay, so Cyberpunk. When mm. was Cyberpunk? When did we first hear about Cyberpunk? Uh, 17? Do you think it was 17? Man, I feel like we heard about 16? Cyberpunk a long time ago. Um, Looking into it. I'm on the Wikipedia page. We've never lied here. <laughs> um, they said they started pre-production as soon as they finished uh, Blood and Wine. It says it, Cyberpunk 2077. Um, Blood and Wine came out in uh, 2017. It was officially announced Cyberpunk 2077 on May 30th, 2012 during its summer conference. A what? That was from IGN. They said they didn't even. It said they didn't even start working on it. You're right. I see it right here. So they didn't start working on it until well after that. But well, 2013 was that trailer of the the, the uh, girl with the spider. Limbs yeah, the, the mantis limbs. Um, yeah. So 2012. I mean, that's. But they didn't even start work until 16. So pre-production started in 16. So I mean. That could be realistic for that to come out in 2020. I, I guess. I mean, but that's a three-year turnaround. What? How long did they work on Witcher 3? That's 27 years. Was it really, was it really, really long? No, it wasn't that bad. Okay. I mean, like, I, I kind of expected a, like, what, like maybe a three to five-year cycle? Seven at the mm-hmm. most? Um, I mean, you don't want your cycle to go on too long. Right. Um, so yeah, Witcher Three came out um, the nineteenth of May in twenty fifteen. Witcher Two came out two thousand eleven. So four years. Okay, so this is actually right on par with what they would have done. They announced it in yeah. twenty twelve because they what probably made some deal with Telesaurian Games or with probably you know yeah. someone in in that realm and. They're like, we want to do a project. And by all accounts, that project could have just been scrapped. Mm -hmm. But for whatever reason, they decided to announce it. We're not going to say anything about it until after we're done with everything for Witcher 3, which happened to be, what was it, 2017? Yeah. Okay, so here we are. Now, 21, so that would be like four years. So what could they be working on? At the same time as Cyberpunk. They would have to work on it at the same time as Cyberpunk, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so... And they say AAA. Like, they, that's important that they say it's a AAA, um, what, action-adventure or whatever. Yeah, they, like, so, like, I, I had... it's not fucking... It's not Gwent 2. Yeah, I had, like, another It's not Netrunner. Somewhere. Yeah. Um, I think it was in Forbes. They had the, the quote at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it wasn't. I, I don't know, um, but yeah, I, I did see I did see a quote somewhere saying that oh yeah right here a triple A story driven RPG between now and twenty twenty one, pulling that quote from the public presentation mm. that they had. Um, so that 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 leaves that leaves a lot of questions. That leaves like. What could okay? So, a triple A RPG title coming from a company that is known for possibly the one biggest title. and most like 
I mean, you know, Witcher 3 was considered one of the, like, it's considered one of the top games right now. It, yeah. I mean, uh, not, like, in terms of popularity, like, in terms of it's considered to be one of the best games that is currently available to buy. Yeah, it's, it's I mean, it's widely known that Witcher 3, uh, across, I would say, a majority of AAA RPG players, they would mm. consider that the best RPG ever made. Yeah, I, I mean, I it's would up say. there with, like, Skyrim in terms of popularity. Definitely. Um, and I th- Higher than that in quality. I, 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 I think it would be jockeying with Skyrim. And between the two, mm. I would say, you know, it, it might be 50-50. When you think yeah. of... I mean, what's the first game you think of when you think of AAA RPG? Uh, in fantasy, it'd certainly be Witcher. Yeah, I probably go... I, probably, I would fans. probably say uh, Elder Scrolls first. That's just mm. me. Um, but well, keep in mind that most people did not know that the Elder Scrolls was the underlying series of Skyrim, <laughs> and they were in fact asking us for Oblivion too. Yeah, well, they were yeah, like, "Do you guys have Oblivion? Do you guys have um, Skyrim V?" Yeah. Do you have Skyrim? The fuck? When do you think Skyrim Two is going to come out? Um, but this is what we have to work with here, people. This is you know what this... I take back what I said. People are stupid, yeah. and that's how you come full circle, ladies and gentlemen. Got him. Uh, the long game. I'm glad you sat with us for this two hours. All right, that's the show. Thanks for coming. Um, but, but, <laughs> but, like seriously, they're they're known for what Witcher and stuff in the Witcher mm. series, which includes yep. like Gwent. Gwent. And now they're known for because we've seen gameplay Cyberpunk, which is still an unreleased game. So, mm. if one of the games is Cyberpunk. It narrows the uh, options down pretty good, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, I could see maybe... Because they've said... I mean, they've been working all this time to try to stay on the good side of the original Witcher author. Oh, yeah. So maybe they're looking at more Witcher franchises. Yeah. Um, so I could see, you know, something that is basically in the Witcher 3 engine with minor improvements. Um, you know... I mean, I can... Witcher 4 or something coming out in 2021. I could see that. So, engine-wise, what do you think the engine for Cyberpunk... Do you think that's going to differ a lot? I mean, do you think... I, I'm banking they use a lot of the same tools that they used on Witcher 3 in Cyberpunk. Yeah. So, that's what it looks like from what we've seen so far, at least. So, what's to stop them from using the engine that they're using for same thing. Cyberpunk on whatever they yeah. could be using for something in the Witcher universe? So that, and I imagine too that like if they did do if it is just the Witcher three engine that's had some major improvements, which is what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, if they said, "Hey, you know what? What did they use? They they were using like uh, it had a name. It was like the Red three D or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, if they made a much better version and then recreated some Witcher levels inside of it just to get the hang of what they were doing, mm-hmm. I could definitely see that. And then be like, actually, you know what? This is dope. <laughs> So uh, that's I feel like that's option A. Yeah, you know. I think uh, my theory was option B. Uh-huh. Uh huh. They made Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven so big that it's actually going to be two games. Yeah, maybe they wanted to span it across like multiple years, doing like a. And you know they really don't like to do. Um, they really don't like to do a lot of uh, like extra DLC stuff. Right. Or they don't like to charge separately for it. So imagine if Cyberpunk 2077 comes out, literally all they do is patch. And then all of the things that would have gone into two expansions, 
15 free DLC packs and uh, a new game plus mode and an additional whatever, they instead just put that into Cyberpunk 2078. Yeah, or, you know, whatever, whatever. like, you know, six years later or I would know, not whatever prefer that game happens after Cyberpunk yeah. 2077. I, w- I would prefer them to make Cyberpunk 2077 and support it the way they did Witcher 3. Mm-hmm. But I could see, like... They, you know, for a long time, they've been banking on, hey, we release our games DRM-free. We yeah. release free DLC to support our games. That is... Um, I could see them doing that. That's a real tabletop move, too. Yeah. Like, I, I could yeah. I could see uh, Mike Pondsmith going, that's fucking genius. When they yeah. bring up the idea of, like, oh, let's make Cyberpunk 2077, and then at the end, leave a little bit of a cliffhanger, so they're expecting Cyberpunk, you know, 2078 or, you know, 2080... And, you know, after whatever happens, here's the next game. And it's yeah. not a better version of the game you're playing. It's a continuation of that game that you're playing. Like, right. quite literally from the cliffhanger that you left off on. From a specific point, right? Coming out. Not like unless, not even like a Witcher. Yeah. Like, Witcher would have like five or six years in between each game. Uh, like three or four years in real life and then like five or six years in the story or more and like uh witcher 2 to witcher 3 was like 15 20 year gap i could i could see them going okay so you know this game is coming out in you know 2019 or 2020 and we'll set Mm. it a year later and let's release the next game literally a year later yeah that'd be dope that that's crazy that's i don't love that like i said like that would be cool or whatever yeah they could do something better, but I can see them doing that, and, like, I would accept it. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you're not going to say no to it, and it does Hell suck yeah. that you'd be like, I kind of felt like... I don't feel like I would feel... It depends on how long the game is. I'd be kind of yeah, pissed if, it was, if like, it was real short. If it was Rage 1? Uh, yeah, if it was, like... Would you die? If it was, like, Dead Island, and then you're waiting for <sighs> Dead Island Riptide? Yeah. That'd, be, that'd hurt. Um, not great. But... I, I don't know. I, don't, I just don't. There's, I don't see it in them. I do not think that they're capable of doing that to their audience. Okay. You know? Yeah. I. I would hope that they're not capable of doing that to their audience. I would hope they release um, a massive game. Yeah. And you know. And that's what they've historically. You know, each game's been larger than the last. More and more content. More and more like very good replayability. Typically. Yeah. Um. So, so that's. that's I mean, I and this game's looking like that. You can play man or woman. You can. There's a lot of. Uh, it looks like choices to be made. There's a lot of open, yeah. like you can miss stuff. What we were just like, I I post that uh, that thing on Facebook to you because I, for mm-hmm. one I found it funny, uh, but it was uh, it, it was someone saying according to recent GameStar interview, Cyberpunk 2077 won't have a game over screen until the character dies or unless the character fully dies. Quest designer uh, Philippe Weber said in a GameStar podcast that they ask themselves, what is the dumbest thing a player can do? So it could happen that instead of, for example, following a target, um, you decide to pull over, eat a burger, uh, and in the worst case scenario in some quests, the target may die, um, which could have consequences on the story. I personally think that it's brilliant, um, and this is one solid Reddit post, um, Mm -hmm. because you could basically roleplay the laziest mercenary ever and still beat the game somewhat successfully. Um, so, I, I don't know. It, th- there's a lot of, like... 
I like that they're looking at this game in a different light. Mm-hmm. But then reading stuff like that and seeing like this different kind of almost like a little bit out of the box. Because usually if you don't follow the target and the target is integral for the story, if he dies, all of those quests die with him. That's not usually a thing that happens. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, seeing that kind of interesting leads me to believe something like Plan B could be happening with this game. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I've also been like thinking about like what could a Plan C be as we've been sitting here talking about it, and I've come, new. I, I've come to terms with um, maybe it's a series experience from three that she speaks of in mm-hmm. the future world. That could be really cool. That could be amazing. Um, And that would come full circle because we learned about this game pretty much from Witcher 3. Siri going, you wouldn't believe me, girl, if I told you where I was. Cars can fly and people augment their bodies. And he's like, you're right, I don't believe you. Mm -hmm. That is clearly she was in the future and like a cyberpunk style universe. So I don't know. Um there's a lot to it. Who knows? We'll uh, we'll we'll see and keep up with it. There's a ton of theories, but it is interesting that they plan on releasing two AAA titles by 2021. Mm. All right, let's. I'm very interested to see what they have, though. Yeah. So let's move on to some Nintendo news. Um, Nintendo, I, I was this confirmed. I don't know why I, I don't think like was this is something like Nintendo won't just say yes it's true but like multiple inside sources Forbes is reporting on this the Wall Street Journal reported on this like this is this is happening yeah so um, th- there's reports that uh, that this summer there could be two new models of the Nintendo Switch coming. One would be a smaller, cheaper model uh, with focus on portability, likely something that you would buy for your child. Um, Mm -hmm. And Nintendo could also be releasing a higher-end model to compete with something like the Xbox One. Not compete, but something closer to what you'd get by the Xbox One X and the PlayStation 4 Pro. Um, So something for high-end, something for the low-end. Um... So, I, I'm not sure we haven't got a, a complete, this is happening, Nintendo hasn't said this is happening, um, but I could see this going down, them trying to, it's a very Nintendo move to try to capitalize on all yeah. markets, all areas, um, and like relaunch their system for those people who are like, you know, it's a little too expensive for me, and you know. Um, they look over on the shelf and they see, you know, 150, you know, 200 bucks or whatever for this really right. small, like focused model. They'd be like, oh damn! And then mm-hmm. you know, subsequently when their kid breaks that and then they see the high end model, they're like, that system was cool. I'm gonna buy the high end model, um, yeah. or even like the middle ground model. I don't know. Um, that does seem like a Nintendo move. So I could see this happening, but they haven't said anything about it. Yeah. So yeah, it's, I mean, it sounds like. Um, but the thing that I really like out of this, that I, you know, something that makes me believe it's probably true, uh-huh. was that the uh, cheaper Switch model is a mobile-only model. Yeah. Which is intended to replace the 3DS. Yeah. Product line and like 
ah, man, I really hope that that's true. And I, mm. I mean, part of me hopes it's true, and part of me, like, I, I don't think that they would release, like, portable-only game. I mean, I, I don't know. They could, mm. but that would kind of suck. Because, you know, Nintendo would do that for certain titles. Like, I would be kind of mad if they were like, well, here's a really cool Fire Emblem thing coming up. And they're like, but it's portable only. You can't play it on your big TV and the graphics are going to be terrible. Mm. So it's just going to be 3DS packaged in a different form. Um, I guess that's worst case scenario. I don't know. So on speaking of uh, the failing GOG.com, RIP, um, they've actually, uh, Blizzard did this in the past with what, Diablo 1 and 2? Or just Diablo 1? I think it was Diablo was 1, a, yeah. Two. Was available on GOG. Yeah. Uh, so Warcraft 1 and 2 are now available through GOG.com. Um, if you get them both in a bundle, it's 15 bucks. Yeah. That is not bad at all. Um, Warcraft 2 was really good. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Warcraft 1 existed. <laughs> so, so, I sure mean, that, not. yeah, not, not terrible. Um. Yeah. I don't know. It's not really... It's kind of it, interesting. It, and we know uh, Blizzard is releasing uh, Warcraft 3 Reforged later in the yep. year. Warcraft... Still no release date on that. I was looking into it. Warcraft would be my thing, but I don't know. It just never... I never ended up being into it. I don't know why. Like, yeah. it's something that... Like, I don't know. Maybe it was just... I wasn't into that game at that time. And mm. then it never, like... I never went back around and, like, tried it or anything. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, not bad. Great price for two games, uh, especially if you're waiting for the Warcraft Three Reforged. For sure, and I definitely am. I'm a big fan of the the uh, RTS Warcraft games. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and Starcraft, of course. I'd play Starcraft Three right now, baby. Yeah. All right. Just saying. So the last big thing that happened pretty recently um, was Gearbox saying, "Hey, we're going to be at PAX." They're teasing the shit out of this, right? Over on Gearbox Official, over on Borderlands. They're like, March 28th, Boston. And they're showing, like, Borderlands stuff. They're like, time to tease another game for PAX. And they, they would do it over and over again, leading up, I think, every day. It, yeah, mm-hmm. it was pretty much every day. Um, and, like, they would just show some wild stuff. Um, and I, I still don't get this one. Uh it was time to tease another game and it was someone who pressed the button to like extend their telescoping umbrella uh-huh. and the umbrella just flops out of the end yep. i i don't know is the expanded uh launch off edition maybe it was the gun with legs maybe that was the joke i don't know um but then it started getting a little more... It's a great like, image. <laughs> yeah. It started getting a little more like, okay, like, follow us. Like, the live stream's going live at this time. This is what's yeah. happening. Um, and then the day before, they said, Mayhem is coming. Tune in tomorrow uh, for the Borderlands Gearbox official. And they show off this thing that's that's crazy but by the way this thing is more crazy than like i can even explain because i didn't dig into it like some people did um Mm -hmm. there's a lot of stuff apparently you can see the like release date there's yeah there's uh names of characters and things broken up shift codes hidden in the whole thing uh there's morse code in the upper left hand corner that constantly goes off that tells Mm -hmm. you different things 
Um, and by the way, what, what it's doing, for those of you who haven't seen, is they've basically taken, I think it's like a psycho, and they've done mm. a massive 3D model of a psycho that looks like a psycho's face when you zoom out. But when you're zoomed in, you can see all of this crazy detail of like yeah it's like a character. it's like a marble build of yeah like of characters events locations yeah so it, you know very cool yeah it starts off showing like an upside down vault symbol and a bunch of like cult followers bowing down and that zooms out into the main villains of the game um with like clap traps and shit all over their shoulders and this is all like an mm-hmm. untextured model um you get some yeah. skags and all that um, and then you see a few characters that you really don't recognize. Uh, and then it kind of moves into, uh, like some characters you do recognize Mordecai, mm. tiny Tina, who is not tiny anymore. And brick triple high-fiving, um, a psycho holding the vault thing above his head, tons of guns and parts, other familiar characters that you'll recognize. Um, and it, it like ultimately zooms out to a brand new character, and then when it zooms out the furthest away, you kind of see the psycho's face. You see it with the eyes, and and like the little gas mask piece in the middle, and it's all there. Right. And it's a really cool piece, and um, I think that got people hyped uh, as soon yeah. as that came out. And so they kicked off the show. They kicked off the show at two p.m. Eastern Standard Time um, on March twenty fifth, I think. Um, no, it was uh, it was a Thursday. Um, so it was March twenty eighth. Excuse me, and okay. um, you know they started the show showing off a few things, you know, just talking, uh, and then when they kind of got to the like meat and potatoes, they showed us like a card game, a Borderlands card game, um, but then they started getting to the meat and potatoes, and they're like. Okay, so we're going to release the Handsome Jack collection in Ultra HD with texture packs, dropping April 3rd. Um, this thing is, like, for the PS4 Pro, for the Xbox One X and PC, to play it on its highest Ultra HD, HDR glory. Mm-hmm. Which, cool, that's something, I guess. Um, Handsome Jack collection really wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. I didn't really care for two. Or the pre-sequel, as much as I cared for one. Yeah. But that's when it got interesting, because they're like, Borderlands Game of the Year Edition drops April 3rd with new weapons, visual upgrades, character heads, gold chest, um, the the keys that they release to unlock new yep. stuff. And, um, uh, and it has all four add-on packs. So this thing was completely redone pretty much from the ground up with the characters that I love in a visual quality that is done the exact same as the new Handsome Jack collection coming out. Um, Mm -hmm. And uh, the crazy shit is you can pick up Borderlands 1 to the pre-sequel, all DLC DLC involved in Ultra HD, Ultra uh, HDR for PS4 Pro, Xbox One, and PC all on April 3rd, all the same day. That's quite a lot. Hell yeah, it is. So it's like, damn. Um, and they didn't just give you the same old Borderlands 1. They've added like all that stuff I mentioned, the mini-maps there now. And there's just there's a ton more to the game. So, you know, if it's a game that you liked 
it's definitely worth going back and checking at least Borderlands 1 out again. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen Borderlands 2, the, the Handsome Jack collection on the PS4 already. So if you skip yeah. that, understandable. Um, if you have that, actually, it's a free... At, it's a, if you already have all that, it's a free upgrade for you. Ultra HD uh, and HDR. So you don't even have to pay anything more. You already have it. But yeah, the Borderlands That's Game of the cool. Year edition is pretty good. Um, they had a lot of tech problems with it. They brought on some people on stage to like supplement. They brought out some developers. Damn. Um, they brought out literally the chick who plays Angel, which was pretty cool. Um, and yeah, you know they, they they had all of the all of the standard trailers and and stuff that you could expect for the game, but there were tech problems. So uh, you had to catch kind of some of the trailers later. You had to catch. Uh, the, the Borderlands Game of the Year trailer. You had to catch that later. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, they also added four-player split-screen couch co-op for Borderlands 1. That's pretty dope. Yeah, that game was originally just two-player. Interesting. So, uh, again, forget about that. Um, and I think they continue to have the problem with Borderlands 2, the, the Handsome Jack collection. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know... Uh, that, that sucked. Um, they also showed off a few other things, like uh, some of the companies they're partnering with, um, including uh, uh, Justin Roiland's company, Squanch Games. <laughs> uh, yep. So they were showing off Trevor Saves the Universe, uh, which seems insane. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen this game, but you literally play a character who doesn't have eyeballs, but he has little characters in his eyeballs that have eyes. Oh my God. So it's just as crazy as like Rick and Morty and all that jazz. So that's something. Um, they, they they talked a bit about working with uh, the Tiny Build, the guys who make um, uh, Hello Neighbor. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, and and what what they're planning on doing next? There was quite a bit of uh, that and who they're working with, and they've announced quite a bit of partnerships so that's pretty cool um and they even talked a little bit about epic because uh you know epic is literally the engine that they're using for borderlands it's literally what they built their entire engine around um you know well they're the tools for the engine that already exists um which kind of makes it an entirely almost different engine um mm-hmm. and yeah so after that, they got into Borderlands Three, and that was fairly. It went off without a hitch, pretty much. They wanted to make sure that it was going to work. Um, I had a few problems viewing it while I was trying to watch it live, um, but ultimately, uh, the trailer was cool, um, but it didn't look anything different. Yeah, you know, it's like you you know what you're gonna get. I mean, right. in the first, what were we looking at here? In the first thirty seconds, you see Lilith already. Yep. Um, even the font that they use, like in the beginning, like mm-hmm. I'm gonna go back and scrub it again. It's like two K percents. It's just like a sans serif font. It wasn't even like a yeah. Borderlands font. It wasn't like blood stamped. Um, and then it's like a Gearbox software game, and it slowly fades out. Shows Lilith. She, like, does her slow turn. 
and then it just says Borderlands 3 in a sans serif boring ass font not even in their yeah, that font was, the font is really fucked and it's like it, it almost gives this it a is feel not like of like this is like they didn't take it almost was this last minute did they put this together in yeah. a couple minutes yeah it's like it really does seem like so these games are known for their like humor mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um kind of wackiness uh like ultra violence but it's not like I don't, it's not like ultra violence just for violence's sake it's like in a service of like making a joke basically yeah yeah and like they until they get to like the back half of the trailer like the serif font makes it look like they're trying to take themselves super seriously yeah and it just that just doesn't work and it, it almost seems like remember like um halo 3 mm-hmm. was like the epic conclusion of this trilogy of like it's like a emotional like um you know like high art idea which was kind of weird and like a kind of a funky like wild game mm-hmm. right but it worked. Sure. Where, like, you know, Halo was seen as, like, you know, kind of an artsy, like, high-end, you know, game to take serious. And Borderlands is not that. And you shouldn't try to be that. Yeah, I... It's not going to work. I, I wonder... Okay, so throughout the video, like... And I can't even... I'm trying to find a spot where it originally happens. Uh, it happens about a minute in. Where we see the first um, the screen with text... And they have, like, a really cool style of, like, this little screen with text. It's, like, become a vault hunter. And it has this, like, 1970s grindhouse where the, like, film is just starting to crank up. And Mm -hmm. it kind of, like, has that slow and you see all the, like, little static. And you might see the edge of the film reel for a second. And, like, the cigarette burn. And it has, has that old style. And I'm a big fan of that style. I, I don't know why I love that so much, but it like I have a super soft spot for that. And I was like, okay, this is what like as I got into the video, I was like, this is what they should have done the whole time. What the fuck was that black screen that said Borderlands? It's almost like yeah. they forgot to put the name of the game in the beginning. Yeah. Um. So as the video progresses, it shows some stuff that we haven't seen before, um, including like some of the characters. I think one of the mm. first characters we see. Is this really tough looking chick that is mm-hmm. like stacked Swole. and jacked? Uh, and she like made me hard to sell. She she basically goes full Super Saiyan and uh, oh she goes like full Gintama like fucking Supra level Buddha. Yeah, and uh, like six arms come out and they're all fully yeah. fucking flexed, ready for the gun show. Um, uh-huh. So suns out, guns out. Where Brick would punch with one fist, I believe she's gonna punch with nineteen and then her dick. <laughs> so I'm into that. So I, I'm cool. I'll take a look. Um, and you know they show the characters. I think maybe a few like story pieces. All the characters always running together, pretty much uh, when you're seeing it. And um, then you know it, it kind of just gets into like mass amounts of gunplay and all all the things you see. Like one segment of the new, uh, um, what do they call those? Like Angel, Lilith, Maya, Sirens. We, we see the new Siren, and there's a smaller girl next to her. They fist bump, and they have like some sort of like little connection. Um, I think that could be cool. I, I, don't, know, I don't know about you. 
But I think it could be really cool to have, uh, like, a tag team. You play one character, but it's really two characters, kind of like Ice Climbers. Hmm. That could be something. Um, so uh, we have really no idea what this character is capable of. Um, there's a one of the big guys, he actually, I think the the heavy of the group, if it's not the girl, it's going to be this big robot guy. He's carrying a lot of shit. He's always firing a big gun. Um and then there's the other character that I haven't really seen uh, too much of. So, I mean, they did a good job of hiding it. You had to, like, stop and, uh, like, really look to see, like, what was missing. I think it might be this guy here. He's kind of looks like an older soldier-looking fellow. Um, mm-hmm. So, I, I, I don't know. We might be missing that traditional Mordecai-style character. Mm-hmm. Um in lieu of getting two other characters that are a little more, um, like, not similar, but just trying to, like, break up that style. Um, and then they do, like, a quick rundown of worlds, it looks like. Uh, so you see, like, um, a vehicle jumping a ramp in, like, the standard, like, dirt city. And this was Pasty Boss Man. He's like, my biggest problem is I wanted to see some fucking variety. I mean, I don't. I mean, I mean, is that a problem for you? I don't know. I mean, like the city looks really cool. The like super future cyber city. Yeah, and I, that, that's what I brought up. I was like, see, I mean, it starts off. I mean, at least we finally are going to get a good Crackdown three. Huh? Yeah. Well, it says it says explore the worlds at one point in the video, mm-hmm. um, and then yeah. it shows like it shows like your standard slapstick city in the middle of the village. Uh, and then it shows, like, a huge fucking neon city that you were talking about. That looks cool. Uh, and then it shows, like, an overgrown lush area, but it still maintains that brown palette that the game's mm. known for. Um, it shows, it looks like something, it looks like an area that, uh, I don't know, is, like, desolate and everything's, like, kind of pushing electricity to, like, maybe one major city on the planet. Um mm-hmm. But I think what we're looking at here is, like, more of a cult following in this game. Um, like, maybe they believe that these two characters, that's a guy and a girl that are the villains, are, uh, like, kind of your, like, leaders. They, they're they straight up, like, edgelords. Um, yep. So, I mean, that's pretty typical. They'll, they will be made fun of quite a bit, I imagine. And, uh, like, I... I, I don't know. Um, as much as I made fun of the video, uh, like at first, just because it was like, what, like, what are they doing? Like, they forgot their own name. Yeah. Then they got into the fun. They they showed Brick with a fancy mustache playing saxophone. Mm-hmm. It's like that's what I'm here for. Okay. Um, and you know they just uh, you know kind of wrap the video that way uh with showing some of the characters again tiny tina brick and mordecai all hanging out uh i will say uh jesse played brick in uh one i played mordecai in one tiny tina was not in one but god damn it if she doesn't fit into that duo and i i want her to be a playable character at some point mm-hmm. um because she's just so fun she's like the hero character of two maybe the only oh, character yeah. i liked of two <laughs> <laughs> fucking zero sucks. Uh, sorry guys, not a fan. Um, 
but yeah, they, they continue running down characters, showing you all these familiar faces. Um, even poor Claptrap getting fucked to death. And um, it, it kind of, they, they kind of uh, finish it off showing off some guns. Uh, over one billion guns, you know, their typical guns, like, explosion. And even, like, guns with legs, which I think is going to be a TDOR gun. Because those guns mm-hmm. were always known for, they're so cheap you can just throw them away and buy a new one. I think it was TDR. <laughs> it might be dull. I can't remember. Um, but they're the ones you would throw on the ground and they would explode. I imagine That's cool. at this point, you throw them on the ground, they can explode. They're going to add different elements to it. And now they can just run across the ground. Certain models run across the Perfect. ground and just target people and spray bullets. That's funny. Um, <laughs> that's a smart move. I, I like that. Um, so, you know, if you're a huge, huge fan and you haven't seen the official developer trailer yet, um, go check it out. It's, it's over on the Gearbox official YouTube page. You can kind of scrub through, see all the different guns because they show off a lot of guns really fast. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, pretty much wait, you see the fucking name of the game at the end, the big Borderlands three, and it looks like solid Mm -hmm. gold and it looks really cool. Um, and I mean, ultimately what we're going to be waiting for is, uh, as all of the, the, the fun memes have said, uh, for them to figure out how to make, uh, uh, the, the main psycho or whatever on the box art, shoot himself in the head three times instead of two or one. That's um, good. it's going to take a little bit. I, I don't think they have that in them originally. Uh, so, you know, we'll, uh. We'll see. We didn't get a release date. Um, I imagine the next step is going to be, let's take a deeper look at the characters. Um, yeah. So expect uh, the next one to be a deeper look at the characters. I can see that as soon as like E3 coming up here. They already have the characters yeah. fleshed out. So why not? Mm-hmm. Um, and I would look for the game to come out probably at the end of this year. Yeah. Um, and that's be- that's just like seeing what I've seen. I mean, they're obviously showing gameplay. Like, it's not, like, gameplay of them playing the game, but it's, like, like they, they have boss fights, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And you're seeing it in the trailer. Um, yeah. So, check out the characters, uh, maybe wait a little bit, and then uh, do gameplay. and Or they're going to do it all in one. Uh, you know, we're playing as this character, so let's check out some gameplay with that character. Let's see what they can do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can see an all-in-one of those coming up um and yeah i don't think they're the type that's going to do like a beta or anything mm-hmm. so yeah probably not you know um it, it was pretty good um despite the little issues that they had at pax it's interesting that they mm-hmm. picked pax pax east to be specific um yes that's especially weird because aren't they from texas i think they're from texas yeah yeah, um, I know that's where Pitchford is because he's fucking pitching a tent at that fucking uh, medieval times. Yeah, boy, in Austin. Well, someone yeah. has to. Well, I mean, in Austin, he, he picked the right place to keep it weird. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, good on him. Um, keep it weird. So, uh, so, so with that, um, you know, that pretty much wraps up what we've had going on, and uh, you know what's happened in the last month and 
in a nutshell. Um, I can imagine us coming back to that when we, um, like, throughout the month, like, if there's something like, oh, shit, we missed that. Um, so keep an eye out, and, you know, if there's something you think we should have talked about for March coming up through April, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, mm-hmm. don't be afraid to let us know. Um, over on... Uh, over on Twitter at Mammoth Games Inc. Just let us know over there, and uh, you know we'll do our best um, as well. Follow us on. Uh, make sure you got the like over on Facebook, um, Facebook.com/backslash Mammoth Games Inc. And check out all the random bullshit and banter, April Fool stuff that we apparently got people with. That was pretty fun. Uh, Hell yeah! The dude was like, uh, "Thank God we have a switch." Like I was freaking out and jumping out of my cubicle when I saw uh, what, what was the first one. It was, uh, oh no, he said for Wind Waker. And I was like, <laughs> well, you came to the wrong place. Um, but yeah, keep up with us over there. Talk with us on the daily. That's always cool. We appreciate that. Um, but that's it for this show, unless you got anything else, man. Nope. I mean, I'm uh, hopeful that I will get some more time to myself here in the near future to play some more. And uh, later tonight, I will be playing Tropico 6. I'm not streaming. Please do not watch me. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, uh, with that, you know, we hope to be back at this uh, more of a regular. Um, if we have to, we'll do another Monday. And then hopefully we'll maybe get back to our traditional time. So uh, yeah. Grim can yell random weeb games at us. Um, Jesus Christ. You know he's going to. Anime Quest 4. Yeah. Is Cat Quest 3 came out yet? I don't know. Uh, it's, uh, it's a running joke for so long at this point that I don't even know. <laughs> I, <laughs> uh, but whatever. Um, thanks for hanging out, guys. Until next time, I am Night Swarm. And I'm Filtercord. Have a good one. <laughs>